Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two-moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. These have all played parts in the world's fate, but it's the people that truly shape the future. And, every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery, quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum, or, in most cases, both. But on a far smaller scale, perhaps it is time we look at the 300 years since our last story. Much of the world of Atlaren has entered an industrial age of machines, magics, gunpowder, and most volatile of all, the printing press. Factions and nations fight for political supremacy as much with blade and bow as paper and ink. But the machinations of nobles don't mean much to our crew. In this particular window in time, it is the year 501, and despite the advancements of the world, the Antarctic continent of Frosthold is still a little behind. A trio of wanderers have unknowingly taken up a mercenary contract together, intertwining their separate threads. Each seek a form of salvation in their own way. One must undo a mistake, one must find their strength, and one must find their true place. Scrappy misfits all. This is their story, pitted against a world of danger and rushing further into the unknown every waking moment. I need no weapon, for I am the weapon. I need no armor, for my family is my armor. When I fall, I rise to guard eternal. This was the Nothar Creed that Fustrak Broadhorn was raised by. A Minotaur barbarian with a love of battle and honor, the son of Chief Tejar is fiercely protective of those he cares about. Fustrak is traveling the world to learn new fighting styles and techniques, and hoping to bring them back home to Garrod Eldathas. While not exactly smart, Fustrak makes up for it in brute strength and tenacity on the battlefield. The maul on his back comes in handy, but Fustrak prefers unarmed combat to even the playing field. Despite his gruff exterior, Fustrak can be quite patient, kind, and gentle, but guards the secrets of his past tightly though it may soon catch up with him. If you're ever in search of polite company and good conversation, perhaps Magda Renly won't be your first choice. If you have a problem that needs taken care of by whatever means necessary, however, you won't find a better mercenary for the job. Hailing from the Bjorning woods of Amnoblin, Magda has traveled the world under the employment of the Atlan Mercenary Company. She's a human blood hunter who acquires her abilities from special concoctions taught to her by the Guild of the Gate. While she has served the AMC for many years, anyone who comes across her may get the distinct impression she has no interest in niceties and kissing arse to rise through the ranks. Even so, Magda knows that in order to achieve her goals, she needs the AMC and the Guild. If she'll ever be able to stop looking over her shoulder and finally start looking forward, she needs to play the game. But she'll be damned if she lets herself trust anyone again. Oh, hey there, guy. My name is Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago, which you know is probably too many names, but Ma and Dad couldn't pick one they liked best, and even after all that effort to choose one, they like, you know, they ended up calling me Nick, wouldn't you know? 
Even my babysitters growing up, old Alma and Candy, called me all sorts of things because Christ, they had a lot to choose from, didn't they? Half the time I don't even know who anyone is talking to, but I answer anyway because I just like to be helpful. Okay, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, you can just call me Noah. I grew up in a sweet little suburb of Port Midcord called Reese's Ridge, and I tell you what, I wouldn't have it any other way. My parents have a successful little potion shop that I helped out with as a kid. My dad was doing crazy experiments with the potions while Ma was tinkering away on whatever she could find. You know, I remember some of the other kids while I was growing up, they would come to our neighborhood barbecues and bring their toys over to show off. Why, this one time I accidentally melted poor Patty's new doll, and boy did I feel silly. After that, you can sure bet I got a good lesson in potion safety. Well, once I got older, I traveled around with the Phelan caravan since, you know, they were good friends of the folks, and I learned a lot more on my travels. Now, after traveling so much, I've helped the folks expand the business and, you know, created a few more things that we can stock in our stores. I came to Frosthold in search of some rare ingredients and some make some new, you know, potion things with. And I'll be darned all the heck if I'm not going to come up with something cool to show my dad next time I come home. Hello, and welcome to the Atlarn Adventuring Company. I am your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me, I have Blake Wolf. Oh, hey there. Astrid Knight. Ooh. And Zach Gale. Moo? <laughs> I introduced, introduced you guys out of order. Um, <laughs> hi, welcome to this um, interesting shit show of a stream. Uh, we are pre-recording this, so some things are going to be different. Uh, but, uh, bear with us, uh, I should be able to do the battle screen if we get into a fight, but otherwise, this is what you got. Okay. Anyway. Uh, this is so weird, because normally it's Ben running this shit. Uh... Oh, hey, welcome, everybody. Here we oh, are. Hey. Yeah. Hi, we had a new character this week. Oh, kitty. Stop doing that. You're freaking me out. He just new, kind of, like, um, when I'm sitting in this chair, he like runs up and reaches his paw around the side from the back, and he just like pops me, and it scares the shit out of me every time. It's such a dick. <laughs> okay, so last time, uh, episode two, Blood of the Earth. Uh, you guys were on your way back to Turisaz. Uh Ember stopped through Kuiper to try to steal some shit, and that didn't go great. We're just gonna skip over that. Um, you guys, uh, got within about three hours of Turisaz before it got too dark to continue on, and, uh, you decided to camp out and continue the rest of the way in the morning. During the night, what's happening? Walk into the cat, keep going. I okay. can't see. Um, during the night, uh, on Fustrak's watch, uh, you guys were all made aware of an earthblood fountain, a crystalline structure emerging from a fountain of lava with a spherical crystal hovering above. And among uh, one of the fissures leading from this fountain was a woman uh, singing that I believe Ben at first thought was a siren. <laughs> um, thanks to you guys fucking around, um, 
you ended up getting burned a little bit uh, by the woman before Fustrak took her head off, thus starting a battle with the Earth Blood Fountain and the Wisps around it. And uh, Fustrak died. And Ember almost died. But then you activated your Mantle of Flame, which called your Phoenix to you. Uh, Welcome. We're going to have another Jax thing where you're just not going to know anything about Ember or what he was about. But at least he's alive this time, so I can tell you later. Um, The Phoenix Kai appeared and uh, reunited with Ember, only to then uh, sacrifice herself to bring back Fustrak. And when he came back, there was an obsidian egg left behind, which Amber promptly took, and you guys uh, headed back to Torisaz with a very fucked up Fustrak in tow. And of course, Jasper, who is looking after you. Um, arriving back there, you guys took a rest before Ember went to Lieutenant Tom on his own and uh, cashed in on the kobold ears and part of the reward for the bounty, and then left. Uh, Magda and Fustrak eventually met with uh, Lieutenant Tom again themselves uh, and discussed what you had managed to do with King Algra, which was to set up a meeting in Kuiper. Um, Lieutenant Tom was going to pass over the... Uh, the peace dealings to a captain of the Glacier Watch, but upon finding out that they were only going to ambush and probably kill Agra, uh, Lieutenant Tom started scheming with you guys to actually cut Agra off from Kuiper and deal with him yourselves to strike peace. Um, he has called in General Indira Sokolov of the Legion to help you guys. Um... And uh, you guys were paid handsomely on the side, even though you technically did not complete the contract. Uh, Tom decided to dip into his bonus funds to pay you, because he believed in what you were doing. Uh, Also in the meantime, uh, Magda got an offer from the barkeep Toralok at the Sleepy-Eyed Goose, which is the sweetest name. Uh, to take a delivery to Manas. Uh, technically smuggling, but not illegal everywhere, so is it really smuggling if you're in an area where it's not illegal? Um, but it's full of a bunch of ingredients and items that are illegal in some places, uh, that are to be delivered to a place called Gungnir Tower. Um... So Tom sent you guys back to the tavern to rest uh, for the remaining two days before Augur arrives. Uh, we are going to open on the morning of Valder the 12th. Uh, it is still midsummer, um, starting to push into sort of the latter half. And uh, Magda and Fustrak and Jasper, uh, you guys have been resting uh, for Fustrak. You are now on your last day of uh, resurrection recovery, so you have a minus one to anything you roll. But you don't have exhaustion points, you don't have anything else, just a minus one to everything. Okay. 
Um, with the magical healings of uh, Jasper, uh, Foostrock has managed to regain most of his fur, uh, which is good. But you still have the four-winged phoenix tattoo hidden under your fur on your chest. Yeah, I'm still it's, curious about exactly what that looks like. It's not really a tattoo. It's more of a more of scarification. Um, well, I mean, somebody somebody joked about it being similar to the Firebird logo, which it isn't quite. Um, it's more sort of slim and streamlined and almost uh, almost a little bit tribal, but with four wings. I'll I forgot to draw it for you, but I will shortly. It's very simple. Um, <clears throat> in fact, if you if you remember, remind me on break, and I will draw it for you. Um, so yes, it's Valder the twelfth. It's morning. You're awake. Things are shaking and happening. Um, <clears throat> Lieutenant Tom has been busy over the last couple days, uh, getting things ready to deal with Agra. Um, you guys have not heard back from him quite yet about Indira Sokolov or any of those plans, uh, but today is the day you're supposed to go meet him to figure out exactly what's happening and what the AMC is doing. Um, you do know that Indira Sokolov is backed by the Obsidian Collective, therefore he should have the ability to override local government and help you actually strike a peace deal. Uh... But let's start downstairs in the Sleepy-Eyed Goose, where a new face has arrived in town. One who has been pointed to the bartender Toralok by a family uh, far, far away. Uh, a maroon tiefling with a green tinge to the ends of his horns, and if you catch him in just the right light, there's just a hint of green. Um, covered in all sorts of, like, holsters and vials and all that, uh, just waltzes his way into the sleepy-eyed goose. And you immediately see the person that you're looking for, the demonic, uh, gigantic bartender whom uh, your mom told you to go seek out. She recently sent you a new letter and said, hey, Toralok's looking for some help. He's a friend of the business. Um, so you've been pointed there now that you've arrived in Torisaz. Okay. I will, uh, I will walk up to Toralok. Do <laughs> you see the gigantic red-skinned, black-bearded and haired, long horns, the wings, cardigan, half-moon glasses mm -hmm. of Toralok as he's just leaning over his bar, writing in what is comparably a tiny journal. Oh, hey there, champ. He looks up and he's like, uh, hi? How can I help you? Oh, hey there. Yeah, are you, uh, are you the guy they call Toralok? I think I'm supposed to meet you here. Uh, y yeah, yeah, I am. All right, I was, I was sent by, uh, uh, Chris. Do you know, do you know Chris? Which one? Uh, uh, Chris Barago. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been expecting you. You must be, um, is it Nick or is it Noah? 
Uh, whichever you like. It's uh, Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago, but I mean, you can just choose one. Oh, all right. Um, Nick it is, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, your your mum told me that you were on the way. Uh, you are not what I expected. Oh? What were you expecting? A, a gnome or a bet? Well, you know, sometimes life's a little different. Uh, well, yeah, any sort of uh, motion you know, to you know, himself. As they say in potion making, you never know when you start mixing things what you're going to end up with sometimes. That's wise advice. Um, but yes, yes, your mum told me you were on your way. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm I'm Toralok. I run this place. Uh, I think she told you that I have uh, a delivery going down to Manas, and I understand that you're uh, sort of hunting around for ingredients uh, in Frosthold as well. Uh, mm -hmm. So. I managed to get a couple people to escort that delivery south, because I wouldn't send it with just one person. But um, they're sort of busy right now, so they can't leave right away. But they'll be able to go soon. Um, and there's a couple things I think you might be able to find along the way. Oh, okay. Like, is there is this like a complete package deal, or do you you know what do you need me to find? Uh, well, uh, and he goes and digs around under the counter, and uh, I'll give you a list when I get it, but he okay. hands you an envelope, and he says, keep that, um, secret, uh, and then whenever, okay. <laughs> what? I said, okay, I'll keep it secret, I'll keep it safe. Okay. Um, and, um, and, uh, you hear sort of back and to your left. Uh, you hear boots coming down the stairway going upstairs, and you see a very darkly clad uh, woman coming down with a tricorn hat. She says, oh, that's that's one of them. Uh, Miss Renly? Yeah. <laughs> so friendly. Um, <laughs> uh, come, this come is here. the interaction I've been waiting for yeah. all week. <laughs> Come here, come here for a moment. I've got an update on your job. Okay. And uh, as you walk over, he motions to Noah and says, uh, This is uh, Noah Nick Brogo. Um, he's uh, going to help out with the delivery. He's going to pick up, pick up a few things along the way. Uh, he's sort of a... Uh, experienced in the ways of sort of ingredients like this in potions and whatnot. But Noah immediately holds out his hand. He's like, hey there, I'm Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago. It's nice to meet you, gal. Uh, Magda. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have to get over this. <laughs> uh, Magda kind of like looks at him and then looks down at his hand and looks back um, at him. You will, I will say just for more, uh, description, you will know he does have, he has black hair. He has that red red skin with the greenish tint. He has a couple of piercings on his face. I can all, I can still hear it in my voice. Uh, and um, he's wearing a, like a starched collar white shirt that's a button up with like the sleeves rolled up. And he's got a, uh, a cable knit sweater vest that was obviously handmade because there are a whole bunch of holsters in it for little potion vials that are full of stuff. 
Uh, he's got a leather bandolier going across his chest, and he also has, you know, like probably a fur cloak on because it's kind of cold down here, you guys. And uh, he, you know, like has the the cargo khakis with way too many pockets in them, and they've got little things and vials and holsters and stuff. Um, but the bandolier does, uh, yeah, the bandolier kind of disappears under the cloak. He looks. He's just precious. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got his art. Oh, and the, the cable now. knit sweater is probably green. Mm-hmm. Magda kind of like looks at him and then looks down at his hand and back up at him and does not shake his hand. Just goes, pleasure. Why? What? So he's coming with us then. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll be coming with you and I'm going to help you make this delivery and we're going to find all sorts of cool things on the way. You never know what you're going to find down here. Uh, I look at Torlock and I'm like, are we gonna have to split the money with him? Uh, no, he's, uh, he's paid separately. He's, uh, he's part of a, a family that I work with and a business that I work with. So, no, you, your pay's not gonna change. Good, okay. Uh, sure. Good to meet you. Um, oh, it's not... nice to meet you as well. Yeah, we're not... <laughs> <laughs> We're not leaving right away, so just, I don't know, hang out here, get drunk, who, whatever, whatever you want to do, I don't care. Well, I, you know, I'm not really a drinker, but, you know, I do make some pretty cool concoctions if you'd like to try them sometime. What, what kind of concoctions? I mean, what sort of things are you into? Do you like, you know, herbal teas, or are you more of a, a hard liquor kind of person? Do you like your absinthe with a little mint on the side? Like, what kind of things are you into? Whiskey. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure this guy right here has got plenty of that. Yep. That's about it. Okay. Well, if you ever feel like spicing it up, you know, they say back where I'm from in Reese's Ridge that, you know, uh, what what did they say? What was it? Oh, variety is the spice of life. That's what it was. <laughs> okay, Rose. <laughs> wow. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys uh... were wondering what the majority of the streams are going to be from now on. <laughs> it's going to be that staccato, that uh-huh. staccato voice. Um, and uh, Torlock says... Uh, there's also, um, I, I think he's going along with you, uh, there's also uh, Mr. Broadhorn, who's uh, sort of along for the ride, and um, that little kobold fella, I think, uh, Jasper. Or, uh, do I already know that they're meeting with Agra? No. Okay. Wait, yes, yes you do, you talked to Tom. I do, I Tom. do. Okay, yep, okay, okay. Yep, yep. So you recognize uh, the name Broadhorn. Oh yeah, that's the that's the big old Minotaur fella around here, ain't it? Yeah, uh, I guess you you must talk to Lieutenant Tom then. Oh yeah, I think uh, I'm supposed to go help him with some sort of secret side project. I guess they're the people that are going might need a little bit of clerical help, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, um, I don't know too much about what's going on, but. If it has to do with the Blue Shore tribe, then yeah, they'll probably need a medic. Oh, medic I can do. That's something I know how to do really well. I've had lots of practice. I've been doing this for so long. Oh, you're a medic, huh? Yeah. Do you have anything that needs fixing? 
do you have all night? Uh, I mean, I've, I've as much time as you need. I've got, he does have a lot. As much uh, time as you need, like we do, I can help you. Okay, all right. Well, not current. He does have a watch, which means this kid is from a rich family. No one has watches, especially not one that nice. Oh, and it's a really nice watch, yeah. you guys. It's like, like, um, what's the really expensive watch called? Rolex. Yeah. Yeah, Rolex has nothing on this watch. I think That's because at, it's that, yeah. at that, Magda kind of, like, turns her nose up a little bit under her mask. But, uh, it was just kind of like, hmm, okay, well, you'll be useful, I guess. Uh, do any of your other friends need, like, some fixing or patching up or anything like that? Probably one just came from back from the dead like two days ago, so. Oh, that's a tough ride, man. I've seen some weird cases come from that. You never know what they're gonna come back with. They could be Tour extra arms and extra legs. You just, just you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah Miss Renly. Can I please have the stiffest of drinks? On the house. He, <laughs> Thank he you. Pours you a tall shot of whiskey. Thank you. Are you sure you don't want me to spice it up a little bit? I've got lots of things in this bag. I'm good, and I'm gonna, like, hmm. I'm gonna I, this. um, I will pull out a little bit of an orange peel, and I'll, like, twist it and just put it on the edge of the glass. There <laughs> you go. That'll give it just a nice little, just a little kick. It's just, you know, just a little bit of citrusy flavor, just to set you right off on your day on the right foot. <laughs> Uh, okay. That was a cackle. Oh. If you've ever wondered what it's like to live inside my brain, this is this yeah. is it. <laughs> this is it, you guys. Uh, I'm gonna turn away from everybody. I'm gonna quickly like just shoot it down and put pull my bass back up. <clears throat> wow, what a different experience. Do you, you know, uh, if you don't mind me asking, like, why do you wear that mask? Do you have, like, weak lungs, or is there something maybe I can help you with a little? I actually do mind you oh, okay. asking, so... No, that is that is perfectly commendable. I, you can do whatever you like. I just like being helpful. You know what really so help? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what would really help if you shut the fuck up? Oh, Okay. I mean, I can do that. You know, my parents used to tell me all the time. <laughs> they were like, you know, Nick, you talk just a little too much. And some people don't like that. But you know, that me, I can just dip it right up whenever you need me to all do right. it. All right. Torlock, tell uh, Foostruck that I'm going down to the AMC office. Uh, bye. You know, my babysitters, Alma and Candy, they used to tell me the same I'm walking away. I'm walking away. <laughs> yeah. No problem. <laughs> All right. Oh, she's a she's a real nice lady. I think we're gonna get along just great. <laughs> I feel so bad being mean. <laughs> Torlock is just like, <clears throat> I'm sure you'll have a great time. Oh yeah, you know I can tell we're gonna be the greatest of friends. And he like stifles like a snort and just like, yep, yep. <clears throat> um. So anyway, um, uh, and he's like trying not to laugh. He's just like, I really need to get back to work, but you make yourself right at home. Uh, can I get you anything to drink? Oh, you know, do you do you have any of that? Uh, oh, what is that called up there? Uh, back where we used to have it. I think they called it soda. Do you have any of those down here? 
like the fizzy stuff? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like a drink. It's sort of carbonated, I guess. It's kind of got a fuzzy texture to it. Usually it's a little on the sweet side. I think I've heard of it before. I don't have any, but I do have um, like a carbonated like a cider. Sure, I can give that a try. I don't know. Yeah, and he he <laughs> goes and gets you a, a little like a smallish tankard and fills it up with with cider. It is hard cider, but it's very oh. sweet. Okay, no, that'll be fine. Yeah. I take a little sip. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I can deal with that. Yeah, it's not too alcoholic. Oh, <laughs> no, um, you betcha. But he he gives you a drink <laughs> for free. Because um, he is just so entertained. Oh, thanks, Jim. <laughs> um, and he goes Deep. to his work. Um, <laughs> um, what is uh, what is Foostruck doing? Um, so Foostruck probably is up in his room uh and i presume jasper's with him after getting beat up uh yeah. near the end of last episode um and um Fustrak gave him that letter mm -hmm. and jasper mailed it yes um and Fustrak has probably kind of been avoiding this question but he's definitely gonna ask it of uh so uh do uh did you read that letter? No, no. Okay. I just checked the address on it. I wouldn't have been mad if you did. I, I, I try not to invade. Speaking of uh, of invading, uh, why don't you tell me about that uh, people who roughed you up? It, it's not a big deal, it's fine. Except it's kind of not fine. It's and not okay for the things like that to happen. He sort of motions to himself, and he's he's fine, because he's obviously a magical healer. He says, I'm fine, they didn't do any permanent damage. I can't be that mad at people for being mad. You might be a better man than me, because uh, I have the feeling that I'd show them a whole new asshole when uh, somebody tried doing that to me. I... I'm okay at fighting, but I don't really like to fight. Well, I mean... You shouldn't be fighting unless you absolutely have to. And he kind of gives you a look. Like, okay, why did you, why did you start that fight with the lady? Look, I didn't know entirely what I was messing with. I thought that that blast towards me came from her. I thought that that blasted ember came from her and just trying to protect everybody. And turns out it made everything worse. Well. It's okay. I make mistakes, too. A lot of mistakes. Well, I mean, your mistakes don't normally, uh... cost a team member and a life. No, no, they have. Well... 
we run across that guy and he gives you any trouble, I'm putting an end to it. Okay. We should probably get going. I uh, heard her clomping down the stairs not too long ago. <laughs> You're one to talk, Mr. Broadhorn. Yeah, but these are just my feet. I can't help it. She could shoot the guts off her shoes. <laughs> and he just shakes his head and he sort of takes hold of your hand and you guys head out um, downstairs. Over for wearing heavy boots. Yeah. Downstairs. It's also just like a, a choice that was made for me <laughs> that yeah. I have really heavy boots, apparently. I mean, let's I, be real. Like, yeah. It's the aesthetic. It's true. Yeah. It's the aesthetic and also, like, Heavy boots are probably a must in your field field of work. Yeah. Um, but uh, Fustrak, you get to the the bottom of the stairs and you see a uh, a face you haven't seen before, a uh, red uh, maroonish tiefling, talking the absolute ear off of Zora, uh, the other tiefling, the white tiefling, uh, apparently Torlock's daughter, uh, oh. who is the barmaid with shelf boob. Oh, so, you know, there's just so many things that happen back at Reese's Ridge. I just have so many stories. You need, you wouldn't believe that, you know, these people lived across the street. I can't remember their name at the moment. but um, you She's know, just they, standing there holding, like, a tray of drinks, and she's like, Sir, uh, sir, I, I don't mean to be rude, but I, I have to get back to work. Uh, oh, I gotta find their names. <laughs> Who runs the butcher shop? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Just ask that into the air. Uh, the, oh my god, this is going to kill me anyway. I mean, there's some people down there. They run the butcher shop, and they're just, you know... They're just hacking things up all day long. And, you know, Ma, she always likes to keep them in business. She'll only buy from there because, you know, you got to support the neighbors and keep the neighborhood going. Uh, it's Hank and uh, Goody. Oh, Hank and Goody. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah oh Hank and Goody keep that laughing fit to myself that's cause you um, know the yeah. fucking background I can't <laughs> and believe Hank and I... Goody have a whole fucking story oh god, god. all the neighbors in Reese's Ridge have a story <laughs> I can't Who's believe the one you go, uh... Burton yeah. The shark's gonna go up to uh, Toralock and uh, and uh, order a drink for uh, for him and Jasper, and uh, just look and go. Who's uh, who's the chatterbox? And Toralock, as he's pouring these drinks, he's like, "Oh, that's uh, that's Mister Borogo, uh, Nick. He's uh, he's no." Uh, Do I hear this? Yeah. Oh, are you talking about me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah Mr. Borogo. Yeah, we are. I, like, hop right up and leave Zora. And I'm like, oh, you know, I know you got things to do, so I'll just leave you alone. But, uh, you know, this fellow over here... She quickly dashes away. <laughs> I walk up to Foostrack and I'm like, oh, hey there, fella. You know, I heard about you. I heard you might need a little fixing up. And judging by the singiness of your fur, I'd say you probably could use a couple of Band-Aids, if not a few more. Uh, Jasper's got me uh, just about patched, uh, just about patched up. Well, you know, I can always help you along. I'm real good at that kind of thing. I, you know, we do so many things for people. 
I'm just about good. I'm a little stiff at this point, but... Oh, do you want something for that? I got something for that. You got something for muscle stiffness. Oh, yeah. No, lots of things. Well, what kind of thing you got? Well, uh, let me look in my... Let me look at my supplies and see what I can come up with. Um... <laughs> Uh, what do I need to roll for this? Uh, <laughs> roll. Taylor, what do I have? <laughs> What's in my inventory? Um, All I wrote down was orange peels. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I didn't even write that down. I'm just making roll shit out. Roll me. Uh, Would this be my alchemist tools? No, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, roll. Yeah. Roll me a. Um, Let's say a let's say a nature check and add your alchemy tools. Oh, that's gonna go real well. Uh, alchemist tools. Okay. Nature. <clears throat> you said plus my alchemist tools. Plus your alchemist tools. Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, you did recently come across a. It's sort of a, a cousin to Panna that is non-hallucinogenic. Oh, okay. um, it's like this little... Uh, I can't remember the actual name of it, but you came across this like little like flowering uh, sort of weed plant that is like a... It's a mild uh, relaxant. Oh, okay. Uh, see, and the other bad part about this is like... Me, Blake, actually knows how to make a lot of herbal tinctures and salves yeah. and stuff. So. Oh, you tell me then. Oh, yeah. No, I... So, um, I turned to Torlock and I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna need two glasses, uh, I'm gonna need one full of whiskey and the other with just a little bit of water in it, distilled if you have it, but if it's not distilled, it'll be fine. I, I can do that. And he, uh, reaches under the bar and brings up whiskey, and then the other one he brings up, like, this glass jug of water, and, Oh, can uh, you, uh... No, that's fine. I'll do it myself. It's okay. Uh, okay. Um, I... Can I use thaumaturgy to heat the water? Um... Because I think you can do... A, you can do something with flames, but I'm not sure if it's like... You can make sparks. Thaumaturgy is not really a heating spell. You're able to, like, snuff a candle or create a candle or, like... Uh, cause flames to brighten, but okay. that wouldn't okay. be that wouldn't uh, be the thing. I'll tell him, be like, can you heat the water up for me just a little bit? Sure. Yeah, you know, just bring it to a low simmer, and then we'll get to doing everything we're gonna do. Okay. And he picks up the jug and goes back into the kitchen. You hear him like fussing around with the kettle. Um, it doesn't take him too Why don't you tell me about yourself? You know, what do you got going on over here? Uh, here trying to uh, <laughs> trying to do some bounties. Trying oh to yeah, do a little bit of work. Okay, oh uh, what you know? What got you into that kind of work? Just going out and adventuring. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that sounds very exciting. You know, I mean, I know so many people who like to adventure. Even my dad, you know, he liked to adventure all over the place until. You know, he lost one of his legs in an unfortunate accident. You know, now it's just like he can't sneak worth anything. So I think if we let him out in the woods, he'd get eaten by a bear. 
everything no, is so fucking charming. No, you get peg legs for that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, what'd you say, Zach? <laughs> you know, you can get peg legs for that kind of thing. Oh, that's what he's got. But, you know, he's so clumsy. He hits every single rock. He sounds like he's bouncing all over the place while he's out there. <laughs> Poor Chips. <laughs> what'd you say your name was again? Uh, my name is Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago. You can choose one of those four to call me. Don't I you know? I'll just, I'll, I'll stick with Noah. Yeah, Noah is fine. Lots of people call me Noah. Foostruck <laughs> sticks his hand out to him. Just this giant, cali, callous, meaty-ass hand. Uh, with hoofy fingertips. Yeah, no, sorry, I forgot my own name. Uh, Noah reaches out and he like shakes it pretty vigorously, even though he's, you can tell he is not very strong, but he's giving it his best. Oh, it, it's a good grip from Foostruck. Okay. All right, champ. You can just, uh, you know, dial it back there on the, you know, be easy on the good. <laughs> Foostruck shakes his hand for just a couple seconds too long. Oh, <laughs> oh but why? Um, has the hot water come back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Torlock is okay. coming back. He's a demon, he has fire magic. That's true. Okay, so I take it and I like put the, you know, I take a vial out and I put a couple of the little flowers in a glass, you know, three or four of them, and then pour the hot water over, kind of swish it around, take a spoon or whatever we got, and you know, stir it until we get a nice, good, you know, golden tone going on and then you know we pour it into the whiskey and i take out another one of the little orange peels and i twist it and put it on the edge of the glass and i go oh, there you know you can try that uh, it should be pretty good if i do say so myself before he drinks it he's definitely gonna like look at jasper and then he's gonna look at torlock and then torlock seems thoroughly charmed whereas <laughs> jasper is kind of like what is happening? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Foostrock will drink it. Okay. Um, just He's not about smart 20 enough minutes to, say no to settle in. Noah yeah. seems charming. So. Yeah. I would say that Noah knows enough of what he's doing that there is... There's no chance of this going wrong. It being so simple. It is pretty so, simple. You will... You will feel the effects of looseness in <laughs> in like a half hour. Yeah. Uh, give that, you know, like 20 <laughs> minutes. Give that 20 minutes to a half hour, you know, and if it's a little on the bitter side, I'm sure this guy here's got some honey. He can sweeten it up for you. It's already gone. Thank you. Um, what brings you around here? Oh, I'm just, you know, my, my, my folks. Uh, <laughs> You know, my mom and pop, they got my mom and pop, my mom and dad, they got some some things going on back home. You know, we like make potions and do stuff like that. Um, and uh, they sent me, well, they didn't send me down here, but I, you know, I wanted to try doing some new things. So I uh, came down here. I'm looking for some new things to send up to them and, you know, whatever I find along the way and helping out the good folks here like Torlock. And uh, Foostruck will look over at Torlock at that. Yeah. He's helping you out, huh? Well, yeah. He's uh, sort of... He's kind of availed himself to everybody, so... Yeah, yeah. I think I'm helping you out as well, because I've been talking to Lieutenant Tom, and he's going to send me along with you guys just to make sure that everything goes smooth sailing. I'm going to tell you now... Uh... 
Algra is uh, not someone that takes too kindly to strangers. You may want to uh, stay quiet. Oh, don't worry. I got something for that. The, the staying quiet or making him like you? Uh, you know, whatever it takes. All right, and then you're going to be helping us with this uh, smuggling. <laughs> Why do you have to say it out loud? I don't. Why can't I, you just say delivery? I looked around. Yeah, there's other people in here. I said it quiet. I mean, I don't think it's really smuggling if you know you don't have anything to worry about. They're just plants. As long as you're using them the way you're supposed to, according to the law, if you believe in that kind of thing, then you know it's fine. Well, Magda made that sound <laughs> like it was something else. No, if it's just plants, I think that's fine. Then. Oh yeah, you know, it's just like plants and salves and you know maybe a couple liquids or two. It's nothing crazy. Nothing you can't just find on the side of the road. You just got to know what you're. All right. Say, um, we should probably get down to uh, the AMC office. We're uh, probably supposed to be heading out up here soon. Oh, is that where the the new lady went? Yeah, most likely. It's oh, okay. pretty much here or there, and that's all that she goes to. Oh, is she a you know pretty uh, predictable character? I mean, you can usually count on her being a bit of a Dick. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, sometimes people are a little icy, but eventually, you know, the snow goes away and <laughs> the sun comes out and you've got to start fishing off the dock instead of on the ice. <laughs> All of these Malifors are going to fucking kill me. <laughs> oh I'm God. literally just making them up on the fly. I can I tell. He gets <laughs> You know what's kind of funny? You're going to be joining us. You got horns. And I got horns. I, that's and she has a tri We could be horny hat. together. Just all three of us got, got like some sort of like horned headgear going on. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really special. Maybe we can come up with a cool group name like the Horny Crew or the, uh, the, oh, I don't know. We'll come up with something. Yeah, I'm sure we will. By the way, she got that hat from a pirate. What, did she steal it from a pirate? Did she buy it from a pirate? Did she I think a she pirate? killed that pirate. Oh my God, who kills pirates? Apparently she does, so just be careful, man. Don't piss her off. Oh, they're such nice people. I mean, my second cousin Matilda is a pirate. She's just the nicest person you could imagine. Taylor, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I make up a new person, just write it down. Okay. <laughs> My cousin Matilda. Second, second cousin. cousin. My second cousin Matilda. Matilda. She's got, some, she's got psychic powers. Pirate. My psychic cousin. Has My psychic pirate cousin. Psychic powers. <laughs> she, she killed her gym teacher. <laughs> killed her gym teacher? No, I'm not going to put that in. Oh my god. No, I'm talking about the movie Matilda. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't the she gym didn't teacher. Kill that was her. the principal. That is yeah. the principal. And she didn't she does die look like a gym yeah. teacher. Yeah. As long as her dad is Danny DeVito, that's all I care about. That's what matters. Yeah. 
Um, I know so many nice, lovely, like, wholesome stories about the making of that movie. Like, mm-hmm. Danny DeVito yeah. and um, his wife, Freeman. his wife, who is actually his wife. Uh, mm-hmm. ma, the girl, uh, Mara Wilson, the girl who played Matilda, her mom was in the hospital with cancer. So Danny and his wife were, like, her other parents during the filming of that movie. And they're still really close. And it's really cute and That's sweet normal. and wonderful. Yeah. Danny DeVito made sure that her mom got to see the movie before she passed away. Yeah. She got to see it before anyone else did. Yeah. Danny DeVito just seems like a nice guy. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. The title of this episode, We Love Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) Danny and Nick. Um, uh, so, you know, if you're done with your drink there, maybe, you know, you just want to finish that up real quick. We can go down to the AMC office and see what we can get up to. Absolutely. Um, by the way, this is Jasper. Um, Hi. Oh, hey there, little guy. I didn't see you hiding back there. How are you? I'm okay. Hello. Uh, Noah sticks out his hand. He's like, I'm Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago, but you probably heard that already. But you know, you know, you can just pick one of the four. Yeah, and he he reaches out a hand, and his hand is so much smaller than yours. And he I like, shake it gently. Yeah, and he he kind of appreciates the gentle gentleness, and he's just like, uh, my name is Jasper Blue. Jasper. Okay, uh, Jasper. Uh, do you, you know, is does he still have like bruises and stuff? No. No. Okay, he looks fine. Yep. Well, uh, you know, if you ever need anything, you just let me know. I can do special things for any type of people. Either, you know, your Minotaur friend here, your Minotaur friend here, or, uh, you know, even kobolds are fine. I'll just make you a smaller dose. Okay. Um, you're a a healer? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, well, I, I am too magic oh. not um oh, magic. yes magic uh, magic. i mean so, i can do a little bit of magic but like not a ton of it and he kind of smiles and looks up at foostrock and says well then you can ke- help me keep this one on his feet oh yeah you know maybe i can do a little bit of that uh i can also you know i can do this and i use thaumaturgy to open all the windows jester style mm. <laughs> And Torlock is just like, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. no, no, uh, Keep your shoes on. You're not going anywhere. You're just a little gust of wind. You know, back where I'm from, that's nothing. When it gets down there in the dead of winter, you wouldn't believe the wind that comes across that ice. Where are you from? Uh, Port Midport. Does it snow there? (laughs) Of course it snows there. It's like... just making sure. It's like... It's like the weather of southern Michigan there. Oh, okay. Well, oh yeah, you know it no, snows there. No, it'd be more like the weather of like North Carolina, actually. Oh Jesus! So it's kind of warm. Um, it it varies widely. It's mm. like very. It has a lot of seasons. It's not like Florida it's where it's summer seasons. all year long. It Don't has winter. It's it's more of like a. What's better? What's a better comparison? It's like a northern Spanish. That's better, because sure. it rains more than snows there. Oh, does it rain mainly on the plain? There are no plains in Harris because it's all islands. 
No. It rains mainly it's... on the plane in uh, in Port Meadport. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, I've been up to Am Nobleman before, and they, I mean, I mean, gosh, I just tell you, they got ice everywhere. You do know that you're on the other side of the world where it's winter for like seven, eight months of the year, right? Oh yeah, but it's not winter right now, is it? No, it's high summer. I was gonna say, that would be really weird if I got the whole way here and hadn't even noticed that it was winter. <laughs> you guys need to catch up with Miss Renly. <laughs> yeah, All I the agree. NPCs are gonna be like, get the this. fuck out of my store. Torlock is thoroughly charmed, but he's like, <laughs> alright, enough fucking around. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're bringing you along to go see Magda. Okay. I gotta see her reaction to this. Oh, you should have seen her the first time. Yeah. She was real chipper. It was it mostly like this, and I make a scowly face? I mean, to be fair, I'm not really sure since she wears that mask, but, you know, and I'm sure there was something going on under there, or maybe she doesn't have any lips. I have no idea. This has been going on for 45 minutes. <laughs> that would explain the mask. Yeah. I mean, it's really terrible trying to deal with your cotton mouth when you don't have any lips. Come on, we can talk about it on the way. Okay, here we go. I just love the running theories. <laughs> <laughs> Current running theory, she has no lips. <laughs> oh god, that would make you like a man in black. Like a real life man in black. I yeah. think someone also... Uh, yeah, mentioned there might just be a void instead of her mouth. Oh, I, Ember not... thought you might be a sea lamp, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> a circle with rows of teeth. Rotating teeth. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, you guys head out of the sleepy-eyed goose and toward the Atlarn Mercenary Company office. Uh, Magda, you're getting there well ahead of them. Uh... <laughs> But uh, when you arrive, you immediately hear shouting. Oh. Um, and you see in the front sort of sitting room, Jesse is sort of like pretending to work, but clearly eavesdropping. Um, where she's like tick, 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 and like not looking at her typewriter, just listening. Um, do you... What languages yeah. do you speak? I Cat. speak... Common deep, deep speech and infernal. And Thunar. And Thunar. Yeah. Okay. You said deets for a second. Like, deet speech. Deet I speak deet nuts. Oh, deet's I was, was going to go Lydia deets, but okay. Oh, yeah. No, I heard deets too. Yeah. Oh, that, it's stuff. Daddy. <laughs> um, uh, 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 yeah. Uh, you don't know what is being said. Um, you recognize it's uh, Elvish, but you don't speak that. Uh, and eventually, uh, the captain, uh, that you saw the other day that, uh, Tom oh, that spoke asshole. to, uh, comes storming out of the office and sort of doesn't, like, shoulder past you, but doesn't make a big effort to, like, slip past you either. Did so you we... sort of, like, brush by him. Did we learn his name? I don't remember. I don't think we I'm did. I'm pretty sure we did, because 
I said that the gods ruined a perfectly good asshole when they put teeth in Well, I don't think we learned his name, though. Yeah, I don't think... We know that he's important, but we don't know. He he's, the the, rank. Uh, he's the highest-ranking uh, Glacier Watch officer in Teresa's. Okay. Which kind of makes him the unofficial chief of police. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> and he has a rather snooty English accent. Yeah. Mm. Uh, would we would I have gotten his name from I just want to write it down um, for right now so. I, I'm, I don't want to say because I don't remember if I've said it I believe that we did because um, Tom had to ask the secretary lady to, to call him he did Oh. yeah we heard his name you're right fuck well as he walks by, I'll just give him a nod. He ignores you. An English nod. Nod. Um, now this is more of a bro nod, just like... Yeah. If if one of y'all two boys want to quick find that in the episode and see if you can hear his name when you're talking to Tom, go for it, because I can't play it on my end because the sound oh, is coming through. I mm. can. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, but you you see uh, Tom's door is left open and Jesse like quickly goes back to working and you can just see through the the open door Tom sitting in his desk just with his head in one hand. I'm just gonna kick the door aside and walk in. Be like, have more fun with Lieutenant Asshole or Captain Asshole over there. So much fun. Hmm. He's still bent on attacking Olgra, then. Yes, I uh, tried to talk him into a peaceful negotiation, but he has decided that uh, the bounty needs to be fulfilled. So. Any word on General Sokolov? He has arrived. Uh, I spoke to him early, uh, or late yesterday. Um, he's on his way here, or should be. Uh, but we we have his backing, um, and if hopefully things don't go wrong, but if they do, then we at least have some rather able people on our side. Gotcha. And um, how is uh, Mr. Broadhorn doing? Better. <coughs> he has fur. Well, that's always good for my avatar. Uh, by the way, yes. What the hell? You saddled us with a chatterbox down there. Uh, that was. I'm going to be honest. There's not that many um, AMC people in the town right now, and uh, even fewer. Uh, trustworthy healers and medics, so being that uh, we've worked with the Baragos uh, breweries before, I figured that was a good person to ask. They don't come in a quieter variety. In my experience, uh, not the Baragos, no. Great. Mm. Uh, fine. 
all right. Quick question, Taylor. Hmm. So, I was planning on doing this if we had like time in between. Um, he gave me that letter for the Merchant's Guild for Black Cascarilla. Um, yes. <clears throat> did I find, did anything come of that in, um, in between times? You were able to find somebody who could get it for you. Uh, they don't have it right now. Um, but it should be arriving, uh... Should be arriving today. You don't know how much they're going to be able to get for you, but it should it should be available to you. Um, it's going to cost a pretty penny. Yeah. Um, and then has it been two nights since then? Two nights have gone by. Uh. Or just one. <clears throat> How many how many doses did you have at the at the start? Four. Four. So that was Valder eight. That is now Valder the twelfth. Oh, at the very start. At the very start. Uh, I you had, had eight, like. Right? No, I had six. I've been marking it down. Like the last session, I had four. This uh, is this is our fourth in-game day. Okay, so I have two left. Yes. Oh, okay. Cutting it down to the wire. Yeah. Um, I did just double check yeah. everything. I you kept calling him the captain, but I didn't hear a name. Good. From Let's make skipping a name. around. So, did I say what race he was? He said he was half elven. Yeah, half elven. Half great, perfect. Uh, <clears throat> let's find a name. I even yeah. waited until Foostrack made his uh, made his joke, and I still didn't still didn't hear anything. It was just the captain. His name is Captain what? But for Captain, I was gonna. Oh yeah, okay. Captain Crunch. Um, his name. I'll write it in chat for you guys. But his name is gonna be Captain Ulzarin. Ulzarin. Okay. Okay. I'll say you haven't heard a first name. All right. Well. Uh, I did manage to my uh, that letter you gave me did come in handy for something. Good. So, thank you. Of course. Um. Well, I suppose I should wait for your companions before I launch into anything too serious. Um, and he sort of leans out and says, "Jesse, can you um." Can you send your boy around to make sure no one's um, listening in? And uh, you hear Jessica, go, Of course, uh, Lieutenant. And you hear her speak to her son, who is once again hiding under her desk. And she sends him outside. And you see him actually walk past the window behind Tom. Just making sure no one's spying. Uh, there was something else I wanted to ask. It's yes. been a a bit, and I don't know if you can really... 
I don't know if you can really help me with it, but um, there's somebody I wanted a bit of information about. Um, mm -hmm. And he pulls out like a pad of paper. Not anything dire, and I don't want to send a, a correspondence or anything. I don't want them knowing that I'm checking up on them. But um, there's a cobbler up in Amnoblin mm -hmm. in Vague named Hector. Hector. Friendly. When he writes the name down. If you wouldn't mind just. I don't know if you have any connections anywhere. Um, I can have uh, I can have Jesse uh, send this to uh, our post up in Vake and uh, see yeah. if they have any information about them. Should have uh, an answer back for you by the end of the day. Great. I just I just want to check up and make sure that he's, for lack of a better word, alive. Um, I take it this is family of yours. Yeah. Say no more. And he just writes a quick note <coughs> and uh, tears it off the little pad and says, Jesse, would you? And she appears in the doorway and comes up and she's bringing like a tray of tea. She knew you guys were coming, so she's prepared some stuff ahead of time. She takes the note and sets down the, the tray. Uh, and that's about when uh, mm -hmm. Fustrock and Noah walk in. And Jesse. That, uh, it, Jesse turns over the letter and she's like, wow, this is a really nondescript address. <laughs> We've not had this of, joke for not like... Not a lot of detail here. <laughs> a month ahead of you. We know. Mm, I know. He's a guy in a town. Yeah. yeah, you know. I was so... Yeah. When I picked out Vague, I was like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you said keep the cobbler, joke alive. I thought peach cobbler. Same. Yeah, I immediately um, thought peach cobbler. He's a peach cobbler. That's why yeah. uh, Magda's intro says professional mercenary from Amnoblin and not from Vague. Because mm -hmm. it's just like just some place. I wanted to drop it a little like funnier at some point, yeah. but it never did. I mean, these two haven't heard you say it, so. Yeah, yeah sure. it's true. I wanted to be like, oh, so where are you from? Well, you know, here, Around. there. Yeah, everywhere. Uh, but you guys <laughs> come in and Jesse sort of waves you through and uh, there's already chairs in Tom's office for you guys. And uh, Jesse shuts the door behind you. Oh, thank you, Jesse. You're very kind. Yes, thank you, Jesse. Of course, absolutely. Let me know if you need anything. Okay, thank you. Yeah, she goes back to tick, 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 ching. Um, yeah. Oh, she's got a real nice typewriter out there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Tom is sort of leaning on the desk, looking at you guys, sort of looks Fustrock up and down, sort of checking how you're doing. Um, says, all right, well, I suppose today is the day then. Yeah. Posing so. We, um, we made an additional contact with Agra and set an actual time uh, for meeting in Kuiper, so if we leave in about an hour and a half or so, we should be able to get beyond Kuiper far enough to cut him off before he gets there. Of course, uh, General Sokolov will be joining us along with a couple of his people, 
And uh, if things do go wrong, uh, hopefully they do not, we will at least have enough people to keep ourselves safe. Um, Mr. Barago, uh, just to update you on the situation, uh, okay. Mr. Broadhorn and uh, Miss Renly were the two that uh, struck the deal for the meeting, and so they will be uh, sort of helping mediate just as familiar faces to Agra. And uh, I guess uh, General Sokolov and I will be the ones actually dealing from our side uh, in the name of uh, Turisas and the rest of the ruined towns. Um, you are mostly being asked along in case things do go wrong. Um, hopefully the Glacier Watch will not catch on to what we're doing. Uh, we've taken every precaution to make sure they don't, but if they do, there may be a fight. And, uh, okay. it is of the utmost importance that we make sure the Blue Shores know that we are not with the Glacier Watch. So, uh, Okay. Are, are we with the Glacier Watch? I didn't think we were. No. Uh, oh, okay. They are... The captain in this town is sort of the head of law enforcement. Um, he is second in command uh, politically here in town, uh, only to the mayor. But with uh, General Sokolov and therefore the backing of the Obsidian Collective, we have more power than both of them. So, they are... Uh, the mayor is on our side as well, but... The captain is... How do I put it politely? A raging dick. Sure. Not of an asshole. Yeah, sure. He wants You know, just, not, just a real not nice fella. Yes, that's... Okay. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> and he just kind of smiles ever so slightly. Oh, he says... So, um... Is there anything you all need? Any plans we need to set in stone before we go? Um, I have to get my other chair, but um, Jesse will be bringing that in for me. Yeah, I have a question for you. Yes. So say that this goes well. Mm -hmm. This goes the way that we're hoping. Um, what happens when the Glacier Watch fucks it up for us? When they decide we're just going to kill them anyway? I have been thinking about that. And um, as I understand it, with uh, General Sokolov here, he has the ability to seize uh, control of this outpost. Um, so they should come under his command. In the event that they don't, they will be breaking international law and therefore forfeiting any rights they have. The... So if it... Hmm? Yes. Oh, sorry. So if it does end up in a fight, then we're not going to be held culpable for anybody who might perish? No, you will not be. It okay. has been communicated to the Glacier Watch, every single member that is currently in Teresa's, that they are not to take aggressive action against the Blue Shore except in emergency. If they break that, then their lives are forfeit. But, um, 
I do ask that if it does break out in the fight, try, try not to kill them. You can hurt them, but we don't need to kill people if it's unnecessary. And I'm told the general has a backup plan in case things go very wrong. I feel like I like this general. He is one of a kind. The Obsidian Collective seems to think so. And he kind of smiles ever so slightly at you. <laughs> and says, yes. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure he's friends with most, if not all, of them. Oh, do you guys know the Obsidian Collective, too? Doesn't everyone? Uh, personally. Oh, okay. Wait. What? Are you are you just saying, like, know of it? Or do you know someone on it? I mean, did we talk about this, Taylor? Yeah, you know. You know a couple of them. Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think my and dad work with a couple of them once in a while. A couple of them are members of the, of the, of the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Like who? Do I know which ones? <laughs> uh, yeah, you would know... You would have met... You oh, would have part met... of the thing. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Okay, took yeah. me a second. So you know at least... Oh, you know, like just a just a good third of the the group. Who you the hell? Surprise the kind of people you meet while you're traveling around. Who the hell are you even? Uh, my name is Noah Nicholas. No, Hester I know. Rogers. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, some I... fancy rich kid. You got that watch on you. Oh, do you like it? Yeah, but... I mean, do you want it? I can just have another one made. No, I'll trade it I to don't... you for the stick in her ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Foostrack, that didn't sound very nice. I mean, it I'm wasn't sure... entirely intended to be. I'm sure uh, Magda here has got plenty of good things up there besides sticks. Yeah, money isn't one of them. So, apologies if maybe... I just don't have watches that I can give out willy-nilly. Oh, I didn't pay for it. Even better. I... Okay. I mean, I just know some people who make them. If you want one, I'll have one made for you. <sighs> anyway... When is Sokolov getting here? <laughs> uh, and Tom just glances over your shoulder and says, About now. And uh, you hear the ding, ding, ding in the other room. Oh, I think somebody's at the door. I've heard that sound before. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're used to about 40 different chimes going off. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ding, ding, oh, ching, yeah. ding. Yeah, all over the place. Well, you know, dad's got, he, you know, he's kind of deaf in one ear. So you just, you gotta give him a lot to work with. Yeah. Which is sad for a bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can only echolocate on one yeah. side. Yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> Nick, did you hear that echo off something? I don't know where that went. <laughs> anyway. Oh, um, dang, now when I drop my pliers again, I can't find them. Ah, heck. <laughs> oh, there they are. Nick, Nick, I melted my leg off again. Come here. 
<laughs> Carry me to the workshop. I'll whittle another one. <laughs> anyway, we can't give away all of that. There's so much no, more going no, on gonna, with the pegling. I'm not gonna. I can't wait till you guys go. Oh to my Fort god. Oh, oh my god. The Sorry. sweetest place on earth. Um. Anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So you hear you hear Jesse talking. You hear the door open and. Uh, Ducking through the doorway, uh, you see a very handsome, lithe, like, dark violet dragonborn um, in a black uniform, perfectly kept, full of medals on one side of the chest, uh, gold trim uh, in the style of the AMC's Legion. Uh, He has long straight horns that go back from his head and then a second set that are slightly smaller um and uh he is followed by two uh similarly dressed but also armored uh individuals who are wearing helmets so you can't see their faces um he also has this sort of long black mane of hair that goes down the back of his neck um he steps in and straightens up and he probably stands a few, uh, maybe a few inches shorter than Fustrak, um, which is a little bit above average height for a, uh, dragonborn. And he surveys the interesting mix of people in the room and looks to Tom and says, Lieutenant, uh, are we ready to go? And, uh, Tom nods and says, Yes, we're uh, just talking about what needs to be done. Um, General, this is uh, Magda Renly. Uh, she is uh, tin rank uh, mercenary. Uh, this is uh, Mr. Nick Bur- uh, Noah Baraga. I keep calling him Nick. Uh, Noah Barago uh, from uh, and Indira nods and says, "Yes, I know." Oh yeah. Oh hey there. Um, and Do we- I know him? No, you don't know him personally. You know who okay. he is. Uh, he oh, okay. is the uh, chief of operations in the uh, Atlaran Mercenary Company, which means he runs the uh, Legion, essentially. Okay. So he's like the five-star general. Gotcha. Oh, hey or, there, chief. Well, I guess he's the four-star general. Technically, uh, Yuna, uh, Yuna is the five-star. But anyway... Mm. Um, and then he, uh, Tom motions to Fustruck and says, and this is Mr. Fustruck Broadhorn, and this is Jesper. And, uh, Indira nods to each of you in return and sort of gives you a small bow and says, I am, uh, Indira Sokolov. I am the chief of operations in the Atlant Mercenary Company. It is good to meet you, and may I say thank you for pursuing peace instead of further war just following orders well you know how some mercenaries can be Miss Renly Mm. oh I know your experience precedes you and uh, Tom rolls himself out from behind his desk and says I will um, get my other chair and we'll get the head start shall we and he Oh, yeah. Gets out of his little cramped, now cramped office, and Indira uh, steps behind the desk and picks up a few pieces of paper. Um, What's happening? 
Now, every time it's Noah like talks, it. like Zach starts giggling. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it was it was Tom because part of me really wants to offer for Foostrock to just carry him rather than have him having to be oh. in the chair, but that doesn't feel quite right. No. Yeah. But Foostrock is not a smart bully. Foostrock he... has probably never seen wheelchairs. Probably not. In his culture, they just like it's they like just die. horses. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's not quite that that severe, but yeah. Um anyway, uh Tom goes out and Jesse uh helps him. And Dira picks up a few things from Tom's desk and sort of rifles through some papers, picks a couple out, takes a copy of the bounty and tucks it into his jacket. Um and then he and his two guards also step out. Uh, when you guys come out, you see uh, Jesse has brought out uh, the combat wheelchair. Yeah. Um, which Tom's normal chair is like a nicely decorated, just sort of simple wheelchair that um, only has a couple little extra knickknacks and whatnot. Um, the combat wheelchair has a super low back on it, and of course the slanted, like, athletic wheels. Um, I don't know exactly what they're called. Uh, and then has covered mm -hmm. in all sorts of like, uh, almost like saddlebags and spots for things to go in. And she helps Tom get into that one. And then she secures a uh, chest plate over his uniform. Um, he can do most of it himself, but there's a couple things. Being that he has no legs, uh, he needs a little bit of help with. But uh, once he gets all his stuff and uh, situates like his uh, weapons and items and whatnot, uh, he looks up at all of you and says, Well, um, you three know the way better than I do. Lead on. Alright, let's go. Speaking to Magda, Fustrak, and Jasper. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> Make sure that Jasper stays like right next to me until we're sure that we leave town. Okay. Yeah. You guys head out. Yeah. Alright. Somebody roll me a d20. I rolled last time. I'll do it. I'm a, oh. Okay. No, you can do it. Okay. Go for it. Hold our parchment shears. Hold our parchment shears. I rolled a two. Son of a bitch. It's, this isn't like a like a skill roll. Um, but actually, speaking of that, somebody who is kind of keeping, like, scouting, uh, make a perception check as well. I'll do the perception check. Okay. My perception is terrible, but I, I volunteer. Well, I can do, I can do the perception check. No, I volunteer. Okay. Oh, that's gonna be real good on the perception check there. That's a three. Uh, so Noah, uh, volunteers to be the scout and, uh, just sort of goes ahead of all you guys, but he very quickly gets distracted by plants. Yeah. He's just like down in the, he's down at the edge of the road and he's like, oh, I've seen this one before. And he like pulls out a journal and starts writing down and like picking pieces out of it. And he's like, oh, and this one, this does some great stuff. If you know you're having a hard time, you know, just taking a break uh this will put you right out for days um you know like keep writing down and collecting things and stuffing them in vials while he's doing that and while we're walking can i 
I'm gonna pull up next to Jasper and try and like steer him away from Foostrock a little bit and say so we haven't gotten a chance to talk about this but you still planning on getting that crown? And his eyes get kind of wide and he's like um I don't know how I would well let's strategize then but wouldn't that it would make him mad if we took it, then that would ruin everything. That's true. We could make it look like an accident. Why do you want it? I know Mr. Luna. And his little, like, dog ears sort of go down. What did you do for Mr. Luna? Or what did Mr. Luna do for you? I should ask. He, um... He fixed the mistake that I made. What kind of mistake? A really bad one. I'd like to say that he fixed the mistake for me too, but... I was the... He's kind of the cause of the mistake. What happened? Like you said, it was really bad. Maybe we'll um, swap stories at some point, but... It's the reason that Algra doesn't want me anymore. can get even then by getting that crown away from him. It's part of my deal with Mr. Luna is that I have to help you, so. But I don't know. The, the crown was supposed to be the fix. If we take it away, I don't know what will happen. What do you mean it's supposed to be the fix? And he sort of looks around to make sure no one else is listening and says, I I was never very good at magic. There's only a few things that I can do really well, and they're not useful most of the time. I was practicing and some sometimes I lose focus and Sometimes my mind wanders, and I didn't realize that that Algro was in front of me, and I hurt him really badly. The crown is helping him not feel that injury. Why would... why would Mr. Luna want that back then? 
I don't know, maybe I made him mad, or I broke a rule, or something, I... He just gave it to me, he didn't say... I had to do something else. I thought but it was a gift. But he came back to you and asked for it back? Then? Yes. I tried to give him something else, but he said he needed that back. And he wouldn't say why. It just seemed like he really needed it. I don't think he really needs anything. I don't know. He's... I don't know what to think about him. He's strange. He's fickle. Maybe? I think he likes to toy with people. I'm starting to learn that people like that actually exist. Do you know if it has anything to do with that figure that came in? The shadowy figure who... I... I don't know. I... I want to say I don't think so, but... I'm not exactly the most, um... Perceptive. So you don't think he looks like Mr. Luna? or No, like not Luna? at all. It's a different person. That I am sure of. Do you know what race they were? I think they were human or similar. They were the same height. Any other defining features? They always wore a hood, so... I know they had a beard. It was black. Sort of pale skin. <laughs> I don't know this. Magda doesn't know this. Uh, I love that you guys just jumped to him right away. It. That's what he looks like. Um, A beard and pale skin describes dark beard, like, pale skin. Yeah, dark beard, pale skin. Twenty percent of my NPCs, giving including like, Silas. Yeah, it's Silas. Yep. Yep. He finally became a vampire. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Even though we know in the epilogue he did not. Um, he became a vampire moth. There we go. Because that makes sense. <laughs> the, the figure arming the tribe and Mr. Luna are two separate people. No, I know. Okay, just make sure that's clear. Yeah, yeah. you're good. <gasps> what if it's Kit? Yeah, it's Kit. He grew a beard. A black beard. Yeah. He could have. <laughs> Yar. Yar. God. Um, okay. Well. Oh my god, I can't wait for Noah to meet Kit. <laughs> um. Alright, well. Maybe if we strike up peace, we can see what we can do. What we can figure out about that person, too. You don't think Mr. Luna would take something else, though? I don't know much about Mr. Luna. How do you even... Hmm. No. What? We... You don't want to tell me, it's okay. I look around and make sure nobody else is listening. 
Let's just say that somebody else was the one to make the mistake. And then I made the second mistake of trying to erase that mistake. Question. Yeah. So Foostruck has been keeping Jasper pretty close to him. Yeah. And like he kind of trusts Magda, but not exactly. So he'd be probably trying to like keep a little bit of an ear out to make sure of trouble. Would I be able to roll a per uh, perception check to see how much of that I may have heard? I will say a stealth versus a perception, yes. Get it. Okay. Wait, do I have advantage on stealth? No, I don't. Fuck. Nine. Five. Ah! I rolled you... another two. Yeah, you, you don't get enough of anything in context to be able to tell at all what they're talking about. Okay. Between the accents, yeah, it's hard. It was so close to a 12. <laughs> hey. But uh, anything else you want to chat with Jasper about? Mm -hmm. No, I'm pretty sure that's it. Anything anybody else wants to chat about? Oh, uh, I do. Yeah. Go for it. I, I don't want to talk to Noah. But I'm going to. Oh, okay. You uh, mean Magda doesn't want to talk to him? Yeah. No, I Astrid want to, does. but yeah. Yeah. See what uh, other stupid shit I'm going to come up with next. Magda kind of like casually slides up next to him and is just like, all right, listen, I don't want to make this conversation, but you're. Oh, hey there, buddy. Hi. Mm. Uh, mm. Do you, you're an alchemist, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I can do it. Yeah, that's at least a part of it, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, do you have any black cascarilla on you? Do I? Uh, first of all, make me a history or arcana check, your choice. Well, and second of all, no. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, they're both the same thing, so let's go with uh, 16 on that one. Uh, you do not have any, because it is extremely illegal in most places, and also insanely expensive. Like, even for your rich-ass parents, it's like, they don't really touch the stuff because it comes with too much risk and it costs too much and it's too easy to fuck up. Mm. Um, but you know what it is. Uh, Black Cascarilla is a powdered eggshell of an Aurora Nightingale. Which is... Anna, I'm writing this down. Okay. Powdered eggshell of Aurora Nightingale. Yep, which is okay. a super duper rare bird uh, only found in Irakel. Uh, it is nearly extinct. Oh, Nightingale, okay. Nightingale in Irakel. Uh, nearly extinct. Okay. Sorry. Okay. This, I'm sure this is an important character thing that I should probably remember. Um, 
I'm gonna look back to Magda and kind of lower my voice and be like, I, you know, I don't really trade in that kind of thing because it's sort of, you know, really illegal and it's kind of, you know, temperamental, sort of all over the place, so. Uh, alright. He could have just said no. Uh, I mean, I just want you to understand, you know, the, the, the magnitude of the thing that you're asking me. I'm re- I'm well aware that oh, okay. I need it. So do you what do you use it for? A thing. Well that's not very helpful at all. <sighs> Fine, alright, you know you make potions and shit. Oh that uh, I do. Yeah. Do you know bloodstone formaldehyde? Big history or arcana check. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be uh, a 14. I'm gonna say, uh, you, with your alchemy alchemy tool proficiency as well. Oh, okay, so 16. Um, what did you call it? Blood? Bloodstone formaldehyde. formaldehyde. It's two words. Bloodstone formaldehyde. Thank you. I had no idea. Well, I didn't, you know, sometimes bloodstone can be thought of as, as two words by itself. Okay. Okay. Um, but you have heard of bloodstone formaldehyde? Mm-hmm. Um, it is used... The recipe on its own is unusable and will kill you. Uh, but it can be tailored to specific people for different effects. Mostly the formaldehyde uh, sort of hints that it's used to preserve something. Okay, so you okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I've I've heard of that before. Is that something the that having an alchemist that you would you know uh, uh, to have a you know a taste for? Because it's probably not super good for you. It's not. It's extremely toxic. It'll I. It doesn't matter what I need it for. I just need it. So, but you don't have any of what I need. So. Our business is done. I mean, there's maybe a possibility I could make some, but I'm not sure how I feel I, about it I just don't, yet. I don't need you to make it. I know how to make it. Okay. I just need the, I just need the ingredients. Uh, what ingredients are in it, since I know what this is? You, you don't know the ingredients. Oh, I, I don't. Do. No, don't tell him. Don't oh, tell him. Don't tell him. You don't have to tell him. I'm me. not going to tell him. Okay. Okay. Unless uh, well, he in character asks and you in character decide. Well, I, no, I thought that... Oh, did you not I ask? was asking Taylor, sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. you have no idea what's in it. Um, okay. The only thing you know is that it has some extremely rare and expensive ingredients. Mm. And also part of it can be made accidentally. Okay. That's it. Um... Well, you know, if I happen across anything or you need some help, you just let me know, because I like being helpful. Great. Just keep your ears out for black cascarilla. That's all I need. And I actually, is... if you don't have anything else to say, it, the only thing I would like you to talk to me about is black cascarilla. That would be great. You know, I think I can do that. You know, as they great, and I'm gonna walk they... farther oh. ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll I'll catch you up later. Okay, bye, bud. Were you looking um, for an opportunity to use that malafor? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm looking for anything. Um, 
So can I, while we're walking along, can I be on the lookout for uh, like anything that I could use? Any, especially potion making ingredients that could be useful that we find along the way or anything new and unusual? Considering your previous perception check, I will think about it. Oh, I thought it would be more along the lines of investigation or something. Like no, because you're you're having to scan for it. Oh, you know that's. Um, cool. You don't know what you're looking for, so it's just scanning. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so you guys uh, head out. It is six hours to Kuiper, and then a little bit past that for the actual meeting. Um, you are starting out fairly early in the morning, so by the time you get to Kuiper, it's like. 1 p.m. or so. Uh, the town is uh, alive still. It hasn't been attacked again. You see farmers going about their business. You see horses and carts and donkeys and oh. the uh, general store still open and all that shit. But uh, the Glacier Watch has apparently beaten you here. Bunch of dickheads. They left before you without telling Tom. Uh, so when you get into the town, you see on the southern edge near the coast, uh, a small Glacier Watch camp has been set up, uh, and, uh, about, probably about ten, uh, Glacier Watch, uh, hounds, as they're called, uh, colloquially, um, are in the camp. Uh, the captain is not there currently, but you imagine he'll be along eventually. Um... But you continue on past them. Um, do you guys... Now, considering the size of your group, um, do you guys just... Do you want to try to sneak past them to not be seen? Or uh, I, do you not care? I think we should, because they probably have been told about us, right? Like, yeah. they know. Yeah. They know you're on your way. So we should probably try and sneak around them. Okay. Should we leave anyone behind in Kuiper? Um, because one, do the people of Kuiper know that this meeting is happening? Probably not. And um, also, uh, what if the Glacier Watch decides to get them all riled up? No, is leaving one of us behind really going to like make that much of a difference in that Stop case? The party. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh no, I was thinking even an NPC could stay behind. Well, you do have you have Tom, you have Indira, and you have the two uh, bodyguards. Let's leave the two bodyguards, or one of the two bodyguards, because we don't know their names and they're expendable. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to leave the general there. Because oh, I yeah. think that him, one being a dragonborn and Agra being a kobold, that will kind of help a little bit. Kobolds yeah. do look like mini dragonborns, but a little more yeah. dogish. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also I think mini having dragonborn. having the general there is going to show Agra that we're more serious. Well, also if the Glacier Watch does show up, then he can be like. I'm in charge, bitches. (laughs) Yeah, Obsidian Collective, fuck you. Yeah, so he's literally our ticket to winning everything, so. We can leave behind one of the the nameless ones. Uh, 
Oh, one of the nameless ones. One of the nameless ones. Okay. Yeah. Magda just goes, you, you stay here. And the, the bodyguard who, P.S. is a captain in the, the Legion, stops and looks at you through like the eye slits of his helmet and is like, excuse me? Yeah, do it. And she's just gonna keep walking forward. And uh, Indira, who's next to him, just sort of watches Magda go and the rest of you see this. He gets this little kind of smirk on his face like, oh, all right. Um, he looks at the guard and says, It is probably best if we leave someone behind to sound the alarm. Um, and he looks at the captain. The captain's like, uh, Yes, sir. And he takes off his helmet and uh, makes his way toward Kuiper, but not into it. He's just going to keep watch. Um, do you guys send both the bodyguards or just one? I don't know. What do y'all think? Mm. It's probably better to have a backup plan. We can just send both of them. Okay. You know, just in no, case just one of them. figuring that they're probably a higher level than us, and if we get into trouble, having an extra one of them around will probably be nice. But that's metagaming. <laughs> well, also Sokolov is like the big shit, so like he's probably got something going on. But... You don't become the chief of operations for no reason. Yeah. True. We'll just leave one behind, just in case. Okay. But... I feel like Meg just gonna end up with a badge that's just a crushed up pop can if she keeps giving orders <laughs> to people that outrank her like that. Well, technically, the, the Legion and the... Uh, ranked mercenaries they don't they don't mesh so technically they don't outrank her but yeah yeah indira definitely does because he's part of the administration of the yeah. amc yeah. so it's it's kind of kind of wibbly um because she's considered not uh military she's isn't really doesn't really fit into the ranks but you know um, Tom does outrank you, though, because he controls mercenaries. He's a handler. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, uh, you guys continue on your way as the uh, AMC captain finds himself a little spot to hide and watch what happens and uh, let you know if anything goes wrong. You continue on your way. Um, around 2 p.m., between 2 and 3 p.m., uh, you guys uh, get to what is the edge of the Blue Shore Territory, uh, which you see uh, in this area is marked by uh, blue cloth tied around trees. Um, and it's sort of dotted along the edge of uh, the woods and attached to like sticks on the seashore and so on. Sticks on the seashore, eh? Sticks on the seashore with the seashells, eh? Yeah. Um, is this but, a bait? Uh, no. <laughs> Did the watermelon turn up square down here? Yeah. No. Ah. This is just a stretch of shore. Oh yeah. Um That's but some good shore. A lot less fun. Yeah. Tom Tom stops you guys near the border so that you're not crossing over and uh, you guys post up to wait for Agra to come through. Oh. Who is keeping watch? Question, are we gonna take a break at any point? We will. Okay. We haven't quite hit two hours yet, but okay. 
We will. And we will. Every, every one of my uh, watches has gone so well so far yeah. that I'll, I'll go for it. <laughs> okay, yeah, you and um, the corporal will uh, both roll. Bodaka. Oh, if I'd gotten that on that perception check before, that is a 23. Ah, nice. The corporal. Not, not 20, by the way. Nice. Uh, announce that first. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the corporal got a pretty good roll, too. So you feel confident that the two of you together, you got this shit. I'm not fucking up yeah. watching for shit again. Yeah. <laughs> the corporal is sort of watching toward Kuiper to make sure, like, the GWC isn't coming after you, and you're watching for Agra and his group. Uh, whereas everybody else sort of sets up a. What is going to be a very temporary camp where, like, there's a canopy that's set up just to sort of shade you guys from the sun because it is pretty sunny out here. Uh, you're away from the forest, uh, sort of in the open. Uh, but you all chill, and even though you don't need it, you could take a short rest here if you so wished. And uh, get your shit ready for whatever may come. I see you typing, Ben. I, um, Noah is, uh, sitting off to the side, and he is working on a letter, which I am typing to you. Gotcha. Uh, we will jump on break there. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, which, this will be... Since this is pre-recorded, I'll just throw a break card here. So we'll be back in okay. a short amount of time. Uh, let's say... 11.06. Okay. Sweet. Cool.
welcome back, everybody. Oh, hi! Oh, hello. Yay! Free recording. Woo! Yay! Look at that cheese stick. Hell yeah. Stick. I have applesauce. I had a I sandwich. Well, I mean, I ate the water earlier. <clears throat> it's okay. So, you guys are waiting for Ogra and uh, his peeps to come meet you. Indeed. Uh, had some good perception checks. He's gonna bug me. Earthquake. What? It's not that loud. No, you have camera shaking. shaking all over the place. Okay. Anyway, um, what are what are you guys doing while you're waiting? I know what I know what Noah is doing. Yeah. Magda doing anything? I'd Being say booty. Yeah. We yeah, know. pretty much that's, Yeah, that's that's normal. Um anything out of the ordinary. Uh, I think she wants to talk to General Sokolov, but she's also like she knows that she might fuck it up with him. Uh <laughs> Just like a general Do it. <sighs> NPC interactions. I know. Just like that. Um I think she will keep to herself for a little <laughs> bit. I'm not here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um I think she'll keep to herself for a little bit, but then after a while I think she'll like go over to where Sokolov is. Yeah, he, um, he's sort of, um, Tom had the foresight to bring, like, like, uh, you know those, like, uh, collapsible, like, stools that you can fold up and they have a cloth seat on them? Mm-hmm. He brought, like, a few of those and, like, a folding, like, teeny tiny table just for something more, like, comfortable and formal out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so they've got that set up, and at the moment, uh, Sokolov is sitting on one of the stools, leaning on this little wooden table, and Tom is to his side, and they're, they've been chatting, but at this point, uh, Tom sort of scoots away to just sort of make a quick circuit around your camp area, and, uh, you step over when Sokolov is by himself, um... <clears throat> and uh, as you walk over, he looks up at you and says, Yes, Mr. Renly. Hello, General. Have you seat? I'll sit. How can I help you? Titan! Hey, get down. Thank you. Uh, just wanted to formally introduce myself. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello, pretty host. lady. Hello, uh, pretty lady. Yes. Aww, I missed Ted. I do too! <laughs> <laughs> Ted! He's on my counter. Ted! I miss you! Um. Yeah, I... Did you say my reputation preceded me back there? Your experience precedes you. Reputation as well, yes. 
Any fun highlights you've heard of? Well, I heard something of uh, breaking a dogfighting ring a little bit further north. Um, some interesting monsters up in Ennoblin. You've been with us for three years or so? Six. Six? My lord. My information is not that good. Well. It's fine. There's a lot of people in this organization. They're difficult to keep up with. I understand completely. I also am not one to flaunt my accomplishments. So. Yes, I, uh... I appreciate that. Too many, uh... Or, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, trust me, I've run into plenty in this organization who oh, yes. like to. Professional cell swords, they all think that they're the best. Hmm. Half but, of them I know are, de are dead now, so... Well, there are two types of mercenaries in the world, the lucky ones and the dead ones. Hmm. Yeah... Um, yeah, it's probably, probably why I haven't been promoted very often. <laughs> it's because... hard to give Pesh the tin rank. It's meant to be that hard. Shh. <laughs> it is meant to... <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. No. <laughs> Oh. All these damn birds. <laughs> um, the tin rank is meant to, uh, how do you say, uh, weed out the unworthy, either by death or by discouragement. So, don't worry, you're well on Ooh. your way. Uh, by death or what? discouragement? Yeah, no, put that on a fucking coffee mug. Yeah. I love that. There we go, yeah. We're I, gonna start selling AMC merch. Please yeah, do. Please do. so then we can... I'll write down, write it down. Yeah. We can sure put that behind the, uh, behind the tin badge. By yeah. death or yeah, discouragement. <clears throat> uh, um, yeah. Yeah. You... You have a sort of, um no-nonsense attitude about you, and uh, a willingness to do difficult things like this. I think it will take you far. If you survive, that is. Encouraging, thank you. Well, it's, it's not meant to be any sort of insult or necessarily discouragement, but you know how dangerous our line of work is. I I'm used to be a mercenary myself, I know how difficult it is. Did he take an arrow in the knee? No, he was found by Jiang Yuna and uh, promoted. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't need to be coddled, I know. I've kind of already resigned myself to the fact that I'm going to... I'm not going to die of old age, so... Probably a, um, a wise but unfortunate fact of our of our professions. Well, 
It's kind of why I got into the business in the first place. At least I have control over this. Interesting. I know a number of steel ranks who don't think too differently from you, but they've managed to last that long. Hmm. As long as you're not too reckless, you uh, may find yourself uh, well off. We'll see. Or do you just do it for something to do? I... I have... I have a goal. And... This is a good way to get to it. Understood. Titan, no. No, not now. I have a dream. A song to sing. To help me go. Oh my god. I believe in angels. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but yeah, um, Indira, he's sort of tapping his his long uh, dragonborn like claw fingernails on the table and says, "I originally started on this um, line of work sort of by accident. I did not expect to make it this far." And how did you make it this far? Uh, very good connections, friends, constant practice, and a lot of luck. I have a very, um... God damn it, cat! Fuck off! Um, I have a very, uh, how should we put it, um... Close family. Adopted family, and we take care of each other. And uh, even though I sort of had to earn my place, they look after me well. That sounds nice. I don't. Well, yeah. You'll find yours. Uh, in case you haven't picked it up, I'm not, like, a people person. Uh, <laughs> not to be rude, but I gathered. I'm aware. That's alright. I'm not a people person either. That's why I'm the director of operations. Uh... It's... Well... And if this is too forward, I apologize, but I have to quell my curiosity. There's rumor going around that... Oh boy. <laughs> uh, there's rumor going around that you are involved in some business with the Obsidian Collective recently. I am always involved with the Obsidian Collective. You are involved with business. With the Obsidian Collective. Yes, I am always involved in their business. What is your point? And he smiles. You know he knows. But yeah. he's just gonna make you say it. <laughs> so which business partner were you working with? 
I... That is rather forward. I told you it was going to be forward. Well, let Taylor uh, load up the notes. <laughs> and I will tell you. Um, uh, while this is going on, I will say that Noah is like chuckling to himself while he writes this letter. He's mm-hmm. just back there. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a good one, eh? And like, you know, he just keeps writing. That's oh, I'll get a kick out of that one. The nicest fucking guy. Really? <laughs> Nothing like me. <clears throat> no. It's like what Ben could have been if he came from a small town in Wisconsin and actually went to church. It's like who Ben could have been if Ben cared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry, I gotta find my. my I'm gonna fire. start going to fast food places and talking like this. Be like, oh, oh hey there, guy. Yeah. Oh, hey there, bud. You forgot the cheese on my cheeseburger there, dude. That's okay, I didn't order though. a hamburger. <laughs> oh my god. That sounds need so passive-aggressive. Oh my god. I don't need another one, though. I just want to let you know for next time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal. If you just want to throw another slice on somebody else's later to pay it forward, you just do that. <laughs> uh, anyway. <clears throat> uh, Jesus. Uh, Jesus criminy. Jesus Christ. Indira. Indira, when you ask this, who his business partner is. um, (laughs) Shut up, you two. Good lord. Sorry. It's really stupidly funny. A double cheese cheeseburger. (laughs) It's not a double burger. It's just two pieces. It's just just more cheese. That sounds great, actually. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, sorry. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, when you ask who his business partner is, he kind of chuckles to himself. He says, uh, I prefer for it not to get out. She's already a very busy woman. Do I look like I talk to people? Looks can be deceiving. Do I seem <clears throat> like I talk to people? He actually snorts and sort of stifles it. says, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> Go ahead, be rude, I don't care. Uh, I think you and I are cut from a very very uh, similar cloth. Uh, her name is Roan. Roan? Oh, that's the Moor. Yeah, Nile Moor. Ah. Uh, Moor Nile, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. She, uh, Moor Nile. You, you would know, um, she is the bearer of Kelladir. Oh. Okay, okay. She's the resurrectionist. Hmm. Uh, hold on. The descendant of Justine. Wouldn't it be hilarious if her last name was hyphenated and it was more cowbell? It is hyphenated. It's more Nile. <laughs> no, it should be more cowbell. No. More Absolutely cowbell. not. Roan more cowbell. Cowbell. More cowbell. Who's truck would have to pursue her? Obviously. Of course, yeah. like cowbell, you say. <laughs> I need um, more cowbell. That is a sacred item in my culture. Um, uh, Magda hears this and goes, hmm, dating a cult leader then. She doesn't lead the cult, the cult made itself. Hmm. Same difference. I don't think so, but all right. 
she is, um, well, she's the least, uh, public of the members of the Obsidian Collective. She and I have, uh, that in common, where we prefer to keep away from people as much as possible. And just right. get our jobs done. Can't fault you for that. I didn't think you would. Well, as long as you're happy, I don't see a problem with it. It's been pretty good. Do I get the impression that that's him being like, I absolutely adore this woman? Yes, uh, you <laughs> yeah. get from, with the way this man carries himself, him saying that it's been pretty good is like, he would die for this woman. <laughs> this yeah. is like his way of saying like, you can almost read into it that his time with her is just so not what his job is. Mm -hmm. It's just chill and normal. And that's like all he wants. Mm. Well, good. What about I... you? Do you have anyone back home? No. No. Hmm. I'm not really into that anymore, so. I can understand that. Sometimes there's just not the person for you, other times you just can't find them. In my experience, In my experience, it's hard to vet those people. It is. Yeah, so. <clears throat> no, I'm not really. Uh... Anyway, um. Yeah, he just goes along with your, your change of topic. He just. He knows. Yeah. Um. I, I did wonder, since you are in with the Obsidian Collective, mm -hmm. I'm sure you're well versed in the Guild of the Gate. Uh, yes, rather. I have some connections in there. Yes, I'm aware you're uh, part of... What are they? The, the, um, the clan, the, uh, the mutants. The Typhal clan, yes. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I, they've been incredibly helpful to me. Um, actually, I've been with them for, I mean, out of necessity, but also trying to get some information. They've been trying to get information for me regarding a topic. Um, I don't know, with you and your expertise. He did say you were a mercenary for a long time, and now... Mm -hmm. Uh, do you know of a fake creature called Lorcan? Lorcan. That's not familiar. Other realms and words are not really my specialty, but 
I don't think I know, but I could ask. Would be nice. I'll be honest with you, Miss Renly, you are the least unbearable person I've met today. I would be happy to ask on your behalf. That's surprising. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I didn't even said a word to him. <laughs> Motherfucker thinks he's tall. <laughs> that would be wonderful. I would appreciate it. And he reaches into uh he currently has like he has a, a chest plate with sort of like a tabard over it and he sort of pulls out the neck of the armor and reaches inside and grabs a little like pocketbook and uh says I will ask at my earliest convenience once this is over. And he writes down Lorcan Fay and puts it back in. <laughs> um it's all Feral he does cats all off in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. That Frosthold is actually just fucking full of cats. Filled with feral cats, yep. It actually probably is. <laughs> and there he goes. Good uh, luck. Uh, yeah, um, but as you guys are, as you guys are, uh, sort of discussing this, Fustrak, you spot in the distance, coming out of the woods, a oh, wait, band of kobolds. Wait, 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 wait. What, what, Before what, that happens, what, what, what? I did want to, what was that noise? What? Oh, that was you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask Magda something while she was talking. Okay. Uh, oh, hey, Magda. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know you're talking, so I'm sorry to interrupt you. It'll only take a second. Uh, what what is what would you say is your favorite color? I kind of look down at all my clothes and my hat. You look down at your hat. Up at my whatever. You guys, I can't find my hat. <laughs> Where is it? Like, take a wild guess. Uh Well. I mean, it's a little dark out here, so I can't. If you're giving me a hint, I can't really it's see 2 what you're PM. doing. <laughs> yeah, not even. Oh, it's like outside. almost three. Yeah, and you know, it's a little dark out here. I'm not sure. Just can you can you say it? Black. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Thank you very much. Go back to your conversation. Have a nice day. I feel like I just hear like Blink One Eighty Two playing in the background whenever Magda is talking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Taylor makes note: Magda's favorite color is black. I don't think it oh, actually is. It's but... <laughs> already been written down. I don't think it actually is black, but I think she's just being a shit. Oh, so. then, uh, that is, uh, that's what you see happen. Uh, after, after Noah asks you that question, you see him write on the scroll that he has real quick, and he rolls it up, and it just disappears. You have one! You have one, yay! Mm -hmm. It's a minor version, it can only be sent once a week. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I will put that in my inventory, though. It's not instant, but yeah. it is useful. And well, useful. 
talking. Uh, you see the kobolds approaching from the edge of the tree line. Uh, you see there's probably a good, um, like, ten of them all together. Uh, all of them are... It feels almost comical to say, but to them, they're horses. They're all riding ponies. Um, they have, like, uh, colorful uh, barding and, like, armor on... Um, they're not like those fat little short-legged horses. They're like miniature horses. So like fat they're still no, they're they're still proportional. Like yeah, yeah, they're still proportional. Mm. They're not like crushed horses. They look like rocking horses, eh? Yeah. Kinda. Um, but yeah, you see this pack of kobolds approaching on their steeds. Uh, everybody in, in blues and whites and greens and uh, you see Agra at the front. Uh, he has like a smaller breed of horse because he's a little bit too big for a pony. Um, and oh. he has his his polar bear cape and his crown and his skull scepter and they begin to approach. Hey folks, I, uh, I reckon they're here. Yeah, and Indira looks up from his conversation with Magda and says, Good, let's try to get this over with quickly so that they're out of danger. <clears throat> uh, Mr. Uh, Roadhorn, Miss Renly, being that they know you, I would ask that you stay close, please. Okay. Uh, you, uh, you reckon we should tell them about uh, what we saw on the way with the uh, Glacier Watch? Who are you asking? What? Oh, I, he's asking the general. Oh, oh. Um, Indira says, Let's open with a few pleasantries and get everyone comfortable, and then we will explain. Um, I don't want them to be spooked by the idea that the Glacier Watch is nearby. Probably wise. Um, uh, yeah. just just as an FYI, celerity is the mutagen I prepared for the day. Okay, what's the side effect to that one? Yeah, disadvantage on wisdom saves. Hey, that's fun. This is the episode where Magda gets charmed. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and we're just gonna assume that Noah always has his elixir. So, see what it does. Yep, you never know. You never know, bud. Yeah, never know. Uh, but the uh, the kobolds stop nearby and get off their their little horses, and uh, <laughs> one of them stays with uh, the horses, and the other nine approach, uh, and they sort of spread out. Um, whereas a kobold collective. Whereas uh, Agra himself approaches this canopy and little table and stools, and uh, Indira stands from his spot and uh, steps around, and uh, Lieutenant Tom comes forward as well. Agra looks at everybody gathered and sort of looking over them warily, not really sure of what's happening. And the first person he looks at is actually Fustrak, who says, Minotaur, what is happening? We uh, thought that it'd be best to meet you at the edge of your territory and escort you. This was not the deal. 
it was not, but uh, some unforeseen circumstances have occurred that uh, have unfortunately forced us to alter the deal. Are there any... Uh, wow. Switching between Russian and Scandinavian is difficult. Yeah. <clears throat> uh... Uh, fucking, how do I, what's my gateway phrase? Uh, welcome to White Runny. No. Hurdy gurdy. Hurdy gurdy. Flirty. So, you're finally awake. Um, yeah, yeah. There you that go. sounds hey, fucking you. like a vampire. Um, you're finally awake. <laughs> you're finally awake. Yeah, there yeah, we go. There's the bounce. <laughs> um, uh, oh my god. Fucking. Now I just want to dub all of Skyrim in like yeah. stupid Minnesota accent. Well, <laughs> hey there, you're finally awake. Uh, but uh, Agra, it sort of nods ever so slightly and says, "Well, I said that I would deal with a Lieutenant Tom. Where is this Lieutenant?" And Tom sort of raises his hand and says, "That would be me. I, I am." Uh, the one who uh, has employed these uh, mercenaries. Uh, we are with the Edlarn Mercenary Company, as you know, and this is General Indira Sokolov of the Legion. Um, we've called in uh, higher ranks for your safety. Um, there are those in Torisas who do not want a peaceful resolution. So I hope you will forgive the um, the change without your approval. And Agra nods slightly, sort of motions to Fustrak and Magda and says, only if these two stay here. These are the ones I made the deal with. We can uh, we can be wherever you need us to be. Yeah. We. Uh... We helped to broker the deal. We helped to set this up so you would stay safe. I'm not going anywhere. It is good to see that some people still keep that word. Um, and he he sits down on the uh, stool across from Indira. And uh, Indira, like, properly introduces himself and explains sort of his position in the AMC. And Agra doesn't seem terribly comfortable that he's talking to a military official, but with you guys there, he's at peace for the moment. Um, he, uh, Agra, sort of addressing you guys and Indira, sort of you guys acting as mediator, um, he says, I have made my position clear on what is happening here? Our land is being taken, our people are being killed, and we've decided to strike back. If there is to be peace, then there needs to be a proper end and a return of our territory. And Indira nods and uh, says, We are prepared to renegotiate borders between you and Turisas, but you must understand we cannot give Kuiper back. And Agra nods and sort of glances at Fustrak. Sort of, you can see he's very on edge. I kind of like, like, 
gesture to him reassuringly. Like, How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, I was. That's the thing. I'm like, what? What does that look like? Uh, like it, it's mostly just kind of a gesture of just like, hear him out. Hmm. Uh, and Indira, and instead of me just talking to myself the whole time, um, I will. The droids you're looking for. I will. Yeah. I will shorten it where. Indira explains that uh, because Kuiper is occupied um, and the people can't just be moved away, there is an issue with giving that land back. Um, however, he talks about moving the borders uh, in closer so that Kuiper can keep its farmland, but the Blue Shore can get most of their land in the area back. Um, Agra... Ogre doesn't seem to like that so much. Where he he dismisses Kuiper. He's like, fine, you guys can keep that. But he um, insists that land to the east and south is being taken away as well uh, by such play, uh, by other villages and such. Um, and there's sort of this back and forth going where uh, Indira sort of tells him what he absolutely can do and things that he needs to check on like with other towns and such whereas Agra continues to push saying these are our ancestral lands these need to be returned to us there are graves and sacred sites in these places that belong to us and our brothers and uh, Indira is sort of trying gently to say no to some of it, because people live there. Um, and uh, at one point, uh, Algra seems to be getting a little agitated, and he stands up from his stool and says, You say you've come here to strike peace, but... All I hear is more excuses for... Wow, I can't keep the accent. All I hear is more excuses for why you should keep the land. I don't care who lives there. These people are on our territory. This entire peninsula was ours once. You are on borrowed land. And Indira kind of nods and says... I understand this, but you must be aware that these people who live here, they had nothing to do with these wars in the past. They cannot be held responsible for the sins of prior peoples. We can get you back as much as possible, and I will do my best to negotiate with these other villages on your behalf to set a firm border but the world has expanded and moved forward too far for me to just take it all back the Lindvale Peninsula is no longer wild and free and Agra sort of slams a fist on the table in front of him and says that's not good enough this is our land. Your Majesty, uh, if I may, General, if, if I may, 
I think that you're both kind of ignoring uh, a possible uh, agreement here. And what is that? What if both peoples just share that land? And Indira looks across at Agra for his reaction first, and Agra's brows furrow. How can I be sure that if we share this land, they won't just keep expanding and killing our killing off our hunting territories and taking down our forests. Well, honestly, uh, not the smartest, uh, smartest person that's standing here, and I know that. I suppose the uh, only thing that I could really say is You kind of just have to do the best that you can all working together. You can help them know better ways to do things. They can help introduce you to, to some of the new things of the world. But like I told you a few, a uh, few days ago, like your people are already uh, in a bad spot. Like. Keeping up this fight ain't gonna help anybody. It's not gonna help you, and it's not gonna help these other people, neither. Like, I'm also sure if anyone gives you problems, the AMC can have your back. Right, Sokolov? And Indira nods and says, I would be more than happy to uh, negotiate uh, protected lands. I can try to set out uh, a border that is just yours and then we can protect lands beyond it so that it is not ruined, but people can still use it. Um, being part of the AMC's administration, I have access to international lawmakers. And it was not that long ago that they and we uh, negotiated on behalf of other people similar to yourselves. Uh, the native orcs of Gerochel, the Dolmarig of uh, Amnoblin, and so on. We have uh, laws and uh, charters in place for situations like this, ways to... Uh, create uh, national parks, if you will, that can still be used by the native people. Uh, reservations, um, things like that, to make sure no one can take away any more, and to make sure that your sacred sites are not only free to you, but protected from others. And uh, Agra, who does not look happy with any of this, is just staring down at the table. Um, because it's the three of you working together, I'm gonna say, Zach, make a persuasion check with advantage. Who I'm really glad it's with advantage because that was a one. Oh no. <laughs> that 
is an 18. Um, Ooh, I'm so glad that was with the dream. <laughs> uh, you just had help from two people. Yeah, sure um, did. <laughs> he he's just staring down at the table, and uh, after a long silence, Indira says, "I know that none of us can understand what you and your people are feeling at this time, but." I hope you understand that he motions between uh, Magda and Fustrak. These two have been negotiating on your behalf and called me in from across the world to make sure you had fair treatment. We want a peaceful and beneficial end to this for you. But... Things cannot be the way they used to be. It is the way of the world to change. Not always for the better. And Agra sits back down. Sort of... Almost anxiously, like, clenching and unclenching his fists. It says... I... I will agree on a few conditions. First of all, no borders are to be set without my permission. Second of all, we must have a territory, as you said, that is only ours. No one is to come onto it without invitation. And thirdly, hunting and foraging, gathering, whatever, is to be strictly managed in this buffer area. I would require foresters or something to look after it, including our own people. And uh, Indira nods and says, I think that is very reasonable. And he's sort of keeping notes on the side. So is Tom. And uh, Indira, um, at one point, uh, sort of looks back to check on the corporal, who is keeping an eye out behind you. It says, "I um, I don't mean to, I I don't mean to rush any of this, but I would like to come to a sure decision." before the Glacier Watch arrives. And Agra nods, says, I think, I think I can agree to a ceasefire for now and peace ahead. But these borders, and he motions behind him to the trees and the sticks with the blue ribbon, says, these will be our borders for now. I would like them expanded further and then the buffer zone. And Indira nods, taking more notes. Um, and about that point, I'd like you all to roll initiative. Initiative? Oh, no. And I was going to ask a question. Too. What were you going to ask? I was going to ask about the figure, but that's too late. Uh, 12 for Noah. 
18. Nine. Hold on, I need to find a thing to write with. Okay, I'm sorry. Tell me those again. 18. Well, nine. Combat is not starting yet. Um, Magda, what were you going to ask? Uh, I was going to ask him also just out of curiosity who is that person that was helping you? The, the dark figure. Um, hold on one second. I'm trying to put together a map while I'm talking. Uh... Oh god! So many things happening at once! Oh god! I I walk around the house like a 70s mom. <laughs> tits out. Yeah, tits out. Yep. Flapping in the wind. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just throw them over my shoulder and get yep. my work done. Nobody wants to see these milk duds. Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them called milk duds. <laughs> Ew. I. We could come up with other words for them. That's okay. We don't... <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Me too. I'm fine. Now I'm getting hot. Ooh. We're yeah, talking about, talking about some milk duds. <laughs> yep. We start talking about tits, and I'm just yep. like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, dogs. That's what happens. Yep. Your, uh, your Trace Leches. <laughs> oh, wait, three? <laughs> yeah! Am I the, am I the lady from Total Recall? <laughs> like, Jesus. My Dos Leches? Sure. <laughs> well, you have two of them, that I makes more sense. Spanish. That doesn't sound like as good of a dessert. Dos leches? Yeah. He's like, oh, two milk. Dos equis. I'm I'm oh, lactose wow. intolerant, so I can only have dos leches. If I have trace, then it's just too much. What about quattro leches? Oh, that's a good way to die. Oh, quattro leches? <laughs> if you ever want to go out in the most glorious way possible for mm. about five minutes and then you shit yourself to death, then yeah. Go for quattro leches. Don't say leches. <laughs> My god. 12, 12 milks. How many? That's just a gallon of milk at that point. <laughs> it's just it's a gallon of milk gallon. with like a piece of cake on top. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little sliver. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm so tired. Why? Sorry. We have to stay up until like one to do a full session. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, and I have to shower and get up in the morning so I can drive to Niles. Listen, it's not my fault that people had plans. <laughs> no. It's, it's fault. my fault that people had plans, because uh, I'm, I'm plans. And you are the people. Yeah, yep. bitches had plans. I am bitches. <laughs> it's me. I'm bitches. <laughs> it me. You know what? I hope that this is like a super cut. Of just like all the funny parts all of the us talking. <laughs> yeah. Just just cut uh, to Trace Leches. Cut. Okay, battle start. <laughs> I'm bitches. <laughs> I'm bitches. <laughs> hey. I feel like you're ready.
Are yeah. you ready? I just didn't want to interrupt your nonsense. It, hey. We weren't talking about nonsense. We're talking about Mr. Buck. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, y'all. Can y'all see the battle map? Yar. Sure. I can yeah. see the battle map. Meow. Meow. Yeah. The rain is gone. You know what else I can see? I can see they're gonna have some pack tactics over here. Pyak oh yeah, yeah, bud, yeah. Oh yeah, bud, them pack tactics. There's Those will a get whole ya. fucking ten of them. They better have it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> yes. Uh. Oh, that was the other part of Noah. You, this is part of the stream now. Noah is also wearing a red plaid flannel jacket. That's okay. wool lined. It's sure. very fancy. It's a new design from uh, from Garrett Albathas. Is he just like a Minnesotan tiefling yes. version yes. of just a Chris Evans from uh, from Knives Out with the cable knit sweater and the flannel jacket? Haven't seen that, but yeah, it's pretty good. You should watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, all flannel. Well, yeah. Your uh, attention is caught when you all hear the sound of a very loud thud followed by a duller but equally loud thud as you all look and see the corporal has just hit the ground uh with a bolt in his chest oh no and coming over the hill behind you is all of the gwc soldiers who were in uh Kuiper. Oh, First. did what? did uh what did Fucknuts not <laughs> sorry, that's not his name. Did Agra not get a chance to answer my question that I asked him? Well, sorry, what was your question? What uh who is the shadowy figure who is helping him out? I would say this happens just as you asked the question. Cool. Of course. Great. Cause I like <laughs> yes. So, uh, as they rush down, uh, Magda, you're up first. I'm gonna take out my Kusari Gamma and. Gamma. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, what can I do? Okay. If I'm gonna do that, and I'm going to hit myself, I'm gonna Clonk. actually take my um my palm this time, and I'm gonna slash it because I have an open palmed glove. Yes, on. you do. And I'm gonna slash it, and I'm going to oh my cast my crimson right. Every time you hit your hand that hard, I'm like, "Oh, say bye to your fingers, eh?" <laughs> They're all gone now. I'm a pro. Oh, whoops! I rolled a d20. <laughs> I'm a pro. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm a pro. I got all my fingers in one go. <laughs> and the thumb. Right. Take three damage. Cool. Woo. Uh, but I have cast. I have cast my crimson right. Uh, and I'm just gonna wait. Okay. Yep. Just gonna stay where you are. 
Uh, I'll move like over here. Alrighty. It's the GWC's turn. Boo. Boo. Okay, they all <laughs> scooch their asses in. Hot. And Hot. enter formation. Delta formation. Actually, yeah, this is kind of a delta formation. <laughs> no, it absolutely is. It's a triangle. Yeah, that's a delta. I know. I know. I know what a delta I is. I know you know. I know you know. That's why I said delta is because it's a triangle, eh? It's an airline. Oh my god, it's an airplane, you guys. <laughs> it's a goose. You guys on the end just start flapping their arms yeah. and take off. <laughs> anyway. It's Canadian um, Airlines. I Honky. give my choices out. They uh, they move in and enter a formation with uh, oh their my God. shields and weapons at the ready, and you see in the center of them is Captain Lazarin, uh, who currently has uh, his helmet off, his long dark hair uh, flowing, uh, and he sort of calls over to your little gathering and says, "This is an unlawful uh, uh, what is the word gathering? Get gather no." Congress? Um, uh, no. God damn it. What's the word? Parlay? Uh, kinda. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Um, says so this is an unlawful parlay. The town of Turisas has not approved peace talks with these people. Oh. And, uh, oh. you see him look directly at Tom. Uh, which Tom, uh, you guys can see, but they can't. On the opposite side of his wheelchair, he's reached down and pulled out a gun. Um, <laughs> I knew he was a gunslinger. <laughs> uh, he's a many thing slinger. He is a man of many talents. Uh, and Tom calls back and says, Captain, you are well aware that the general is backed by international law. We can make peace on behalf of the Obsidian Collective, and we do have the mayor's backing. And, uh, Alzarin sort of scoffs and says, I was not made aware of any of this. And as such, you are all under arrest for treason against the city-state of Turisaz. Set down your weapons and come quietly. That'll be the GWC's turn. Noah. Oh, it's my turn. They're oh, giving uh, you a chance to surrender. I, uh... I kinda, you know, tuck my hand under my flannel and, uh, look back at Lieutenant Tom like, so, uh, do we need to, uh, defend ourselves in this situation? Because I really didn't come down here to go to jail, you know. I would suggest, Mr. Bra Mr. Brago, that um, you make yourself ready to uh, fight for your freedom. Okay. I will keep my hand under my jacket, and I will hold my action for the first person who does something uh, in the GWC who does something aggressive or damaging towards gotcha. the people here. So you're doing the same thing Tom is. Um, yes. all right. Uh, uh, and then, uh, you know, your bonus action, um, 
Oh, you know, I did. Yeah, I don't really have a bonus action for this turn. So yeah, you can continue. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Okay. Whose turn is it next? Hey, uh, I feel like Noah's saying that out loud. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a bonus action. Sorry, in Indira <laughs> and Tom's turn is next. So it, Tom readies his gun. Um, okay. Out of sight of the GWC. Indira stands oh. up from his spot. spot excuse me, hiccups. Um, and he gently pushes Jasper out of, out of sort of the way between him and the GWC. And he's sort of yelling back at Alzarin says, if you engage with us, uh, Captain, or, god damn it, god, I keep losing the fucking, they're all too similar. Hello. Egg roll. (laughs) (laughs) If you engage with us here, Captain, you are violating international peace law. I would think very carefully on your next move. And Indira draws a an impressive scimitar from his belt. Uh, that'll bring us to Fustrak. Um, so... Hmm. I think Fustrak is going to move forward. Um, slipping past... Oh, no, we were breaking up pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, now you're, you're gone. Okay. Oh. Um, so I think Fustrak's going to move forward uh, so that uh, Jasper is behind him. You can push him behind you. Uh, you can push him a square if you want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's probably allowed to happen anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he. So you're oh. standing sort of shoulder to shoulder with Indira. Uh, yes, and then I am going to rage. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. Okay. Oh, and uh, when I rage, Cha. Uh, there is now something new that happens because we've leveled up. Yeah. Um, Tell us your barb yeah. stuff. I am trying to get that up here. Now, what? The, where is it? I leveled you up. Where the hell's your stuff? Path of the Ancestral Guardian. Ancestral Guardian. Uh, choose path of third level Spectral Warriors appear when you enter your rage. Yep, while raging, the first creature you hit with an attack on your turn has disadvantage on any attack that isn't against you. And when the target hits a creature other than you, that creature has resistance to the damage dealt by the attack. Nice. So as Fustrak rages, you all swear you can see ethereal minotaurs begin to just flip into existence. As Fustrak takes deep breath and his shoulders start going and Yeah. Uh Jasper. He has stepped out of the way for two of you. Um, he is actually going to take a step back, uh, pushing the sort of camp furniture out of the way, and he's going to put himself in front of Agra. Uh, that'll bring us to the kobolds, which all advance no further than you guys, but they do step forward. 
The one back here is gonna dash to catch up with everybody else. Leaving the horses. Horses. Uh, that'll bring us back around to Magda. <coughs> Uh, I'm going to hold my action. Okay. To... Yeah, I'm going to hold my action. So when, if one of them makes a move, like, or, or hurts anybody, then I'll get the closest one to me. Oh, I forgot about Agra. Um, Agra, with Jasper now standing in front of him, uh doesn't push Jasper aside, but he sort of calls over to the GWC. He says, uh, hold on. Yeah. Oh no, he wouldn't talk to them. Uh, he, he instead he's going to call to uh, Tom and Indira and say, I have no problem uh, ridding the world of a few more of these hounds. Let them come. And with that, um, Magda, oh, Magda, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm still holding my action. Um, I do for a bonus action want to consume mutagen. And what does celerity do? It increases. Eh, hold on. Uh, my dexterity score increases by three, so I'm assuming that means the overall score. Uh, yes. like the dexterity score. Yes. Okay. okay. So that means my dexterity score is twenty-one. Uh. Awesome. Yeah, and it says your dexterity maximum increases as well. So, um. Okay. Yeah. You were already first in initiative anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, all right. With that, seeing you guys all step up to bat, uh, Alzarin sort of looks over all of you and just gives a quick wave of his hand and the Glacier Watch soldiers charge forward. He takes a step back. Oh, what a dildo. Uh, Jump. Don't hurt dildos like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dildos have a purpose to make people happy. Yeah. Exactly. They do nothing but give good vibes. Goodbye. Ha. Aha. <laughs> hey, sometimes they don't. Sometimes that means they you just need to change the batteries. <clears throat> some of them don't have batteries. Sometimes some of them just sit there. Some of them sputter because they run out though. of gasoline. Oh, yeah. I don't really Gasoline? want a diesel engine that close to my bits. Diesel powered yeah. dildo. That is a powerful ass thruster. That's my next D D <laughs> character is the diesel dildo. <laughs> that should be your next sword. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just hold it. It's just like it's just a it's a dildo that we fished up from the ocean. <laughs> yeah, no wonder it was in there. All right, so. Uh, rounds of attacks. Let's see. Yeah. I'm gonna try to blaze through this because there's so many fucking people. Um. That first one's gonna get a pretty good hit. Enough to actually kill that first kobold. Uh, Ooh. Noah, you're gonna take two attacks. Okay. 
Um, what's your armor class? 16. Neither of those are going to hit. Uh, uh, endure, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, what, what? Um, nope, it's fine. Okay. Endure is going to take two. One of them will hit. Uh, do 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 uh, Fustrak, two on you. One of them does hit. That'll be four bludgeoning damage as you are struck with a war hammer. Is that already uh, cut, cut, in that in cut that in half? Cut that in half. And he has to attack me on his next turn, or else the next person uh, has resistance uh, and uh, he has disadvantage. Got it. Magda. Uh, my action was held, so I'm gonna attack him. Yes, anybody who had a held action, like, mm-hmm. let loose now. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I was gonna wait until you were done rolling them and then let oh. go, but... And I have a plus one to hit because my dexterity is in my dueling. That wasn't great, though. Uh, 12? That will not hit. Yeah, fuck. Cool. Um, oh, Taylor, correction. Uh, I didn't hit them, so the Ancestral protector, Protectors does not activate on them. Okay. Just remind me when it gets around to me hitting you or you hitting me. Yep. Um, did I already give you damage for Magda? No. no. Did you hit me? Yes, one of them did. Um, that's Because my, be... my armor class did go up with my level up. What is it now? It's 16. Oh, yeah, that'll still hit you. Um, yeah. That'll be five bludgeoning damage for you. Great, great. And then that'll bring us to uh, anybody who is holding something. Yeah. Do it now. Let me do one. I'm going to take the one that... shoot somebody. I'm going to take the ones directly in front of me. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 21 somebody. to hit. That'll hit. <clears throat> uh, so you guys watch as Noah reaches into his jacket and he pulls out a revolver ah. and he points it directly in the guy's face and says say hello to hunky dory and shoots <laughs> no <laughs> say it in the accent? voice oh yeah oh say hello to hunky dory eh? <laughs> is that your gun's name that is going to be i only rolled a one so that's going to be five points of damage he barely managed to like pull his head aside and you sort of like shoot the side of his neck enough to do damage but not enough for the headshot you were hoping for yeah all right uh tom has taken his shot and hit uh anything else from noah oh uh, no that was my only action wait okay. was that like a gun gun that's a gun gun yeah it's a revolver it's a revolver Shit. did you multi-class no did I? Oh. I don't know. Artificers are mysterious, aren't they? Mm-hmm. You'll never tell. <laughs> never. Um, Jasper is... He's not going to hit anything. He's going to take patient defense. Uh, did Fustrak have a, a held... You said you held something, didn't you? Nope. Oh, okay. I just stepped forward and raged. Okay. I should have held an action, but I didn't. I'll let you say you held an action. Oh, yeah, then I guess I'll hold an action. Go for it. <laughs> Attack the bitch. Oh, I will. 
I'm a nice DM sometimes. Sometimes. Did you beef it? Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it one? Yeah. Oh. Were you doing it barehanded or with the fist? Those are the same thing. Sorry, were you doing it barehanded or with the mace? With the with the hammer? Oh, the mall. I don't I don't have the mole anymore. You didn't oh, replace oh. it on your break? No, no, the ham the handle of it burned up and uh and I don't think I actually have the gold to be able to replace it. Okay. So uh I was just gonna go uh ham with my fists. Ham fists. Yeah. Gonna go beef. Okay. Um so you rolled a natural one. Sure uh did. you go and strike out against this guy. And the the GWC soldiers wear brigandines, which are uh, like cloth, and uh, they sort of have like studding on the outsides. Ooh. Which, P.S. studs in armor actually provide no protection. That is a myth about armor. Just letting you guys know. Um, but those studs are holding armored plates underneath because it is a brigandine. Uh, you don't know this. You think it's just like a, like a nice stiff shirt and you just wail on him right in the stomach and you pull back. You're like, how? As you nearly split your knuckles open. Um, you don't hurt yourself, but goddamn, did that, that sent shockwaves up your arm. These ones have shells. Yeah, sure do. All right. Remember when we were uh, when I was punching uh, kobolds to death and not fighting with them? With well, with leather armor, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'll bring us to Jasper, who's holding patient defense. Um, it's the kobolds' turn. Eat him. Uh, he's gonna jump around there. Jump, jump around there. Jump around. Boom. Yeah. Okay, one, oh, that two, one three, dude on the bottom four, is five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. We're just gonna yeah, do that guy is, that guy is paced. I'm just gonna average damage here for sake of brevity. Okay, yeah. Uh dude on the bottom, dead, dead as fuck. Yeah. Dude on the top, dead as fuck. Um and then these guys who are sort of in the line with you would also get their advantage, so I'll reroll those. Or wait, they'd all have advantages. They're about pack tactics. Yeah, pack tactics. Pack tactics. The one that Tom has already shot is now dead. Um, and then Agra is going to skirt past Jasper. And go up behind this kobold. Uh, and he is armed with a spear, which means means he has reach. Or he has a glaive, so he has reach. And he is going to attack through. Pack tactics. Oh, I'm just gonna scooch past you here. Oh, I'm just gonna sneak right past you. Uh, Magda. Stab you. Or wait, no, sorry. Alizar, just, what? No, Magda. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna get... Get that boy in front of me. Get that boy. Get that boy. Finish him. Ooh, that was a natural 20, folks. Aw, bitch. All oh. right. Glad one of us can fight. Slice him. 
And I get an extra plus one for, because of my mutagen. So that is. Don't forget your max criticals. Okay, so how does that work again? Uh, you, uh, you take the f the maximum amount of your damage die. Yes. And then you roll that damage oh. die and add okay. it. Okay. Okay. And then you add all your other shit. Gotcha. Okay. So <sighs> that would be ten plus seven, so seventeen. And then I have to roll my crimson right damage. Kusari Gama. Uh, and I do not. Tatsuo! I don't double my crimson right damage, right? No. Okay. So that would be 19 points of damage on that yeah. guy. Damn. The one directly in front of you? Yeah. He is still standing barely. Ah, fuck that Holy guy. Holy shit. Yeah. Some uh, of these guys have heavier armor. I could use my bonus action on him to to get him, but why eh. not? He's not worth it. Do it. Nah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Did Sorry. Do it. Nah, he's not Finish worth it. it. Oh, yeah. Nope, I'm I'm done. All right. Some bad boy's gonna do me. a character with that voice. The you sound like the bad guy from Jackson Daxter or Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Or Inspector Gadget. Yeah. 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 The Claw. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Pretty sure a lot of or them are the same voice actor too. Fucking yeah, Cave of Wonders. Yeah, the Cave of Wonders. Yeah. Who disturbs my Alright, so, uh, Noah. They didn't attack us? No, this is GWC's turn. I'm. You were holding oh, your hitting I was. I was addressing you. Oh, okay, what? That's oh. a natural 20. Oh, uh, yeah, that's gonna hit for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, eh? Um, yeah. that's gonna be 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Hellish rebuke. Yes, Tiefling! Fuck yes. Do I have yeah. to roll for that to hit, or does it just hit? Uh, hellish rebuke. You point your it finger. It just hits. Oh, they have to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a six. That's gonna fail, eh? Yeah. Uh, you need to watch Escanaba because... in the Moonlight. Well, so the thing I realize is I kind of just sound like the Meese from uh, Brother Bear. Yeah, you uh, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sound like a oh, bad yeah, version eh? of a Canadian. Uh, so... Because of my tiefling powers, uh, the hellish rebuke is at level two. Okay. Um, so that's three d ten. Holy shit! Which is gonna be sixteen points of uh, fire damage, eh? Uh, that bitch did. <laughs> Burn alive, asshole. Yeah. So, uh, Noah, as you react to this guy hitting you, it's like, ow, and. <sighs> And he's yeah. just ash and metal. Oh, there he goes. He's gone. Okay, next one. <laughs> and Noah is unbothered by this. Oh, yeah. Just hardcore. Hardcore. Oh, see you later there, bud. Midwesterner. God, I hate to think um, I'm Noah on the playground. <laughs> this kobold falls as he's struck 
by a smooth criminal. Um, oh. As he's struck by this GWC soldier. Okay, he only had 11 days to live. <laughs> 11 days! <laughs> uh, this kobold goes down two. Um, Indira gets smacked again. He looks like he's still doing okay. Uh, these guys left in front of you look a little more hardy than the other ones. Um, Fustrock, you're gonna take Would you say they're hardy boys? Uh. <laughs> that's another natural 20. All right. Uh, Jesus, and fuck. An additional hit. Uh, Fustrock's gonna die again. <laughs> Fustrock, that is a total of 16 damage, half to eight. Thank God for that rage. Barbara! Yeah. Damn boy. And Miagda. Yeah, that'll hit. This is so much faster now that I know what your armor classes are. Mm -hmm. um, that'll be four bludgeoning damage for you, Magda. Key, key. And then oh. this time, Alzarin is going to step forward... And he's going to kiss a spell. <laughs> I, I like kiss. that. I like that voice. He's going to kiss. Kiss. <laughs> Please do not treat me badly. I am your romance partner. Um, what is that from? That's fantasy. So fantasy high. On oh no! It sounded like. The bat from Anastasia. Oh, it's like Bartok. <laughs> oh, Bartok. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Blame, blame the bat. The we're, bat. we're easy targets. <laughs> he kind of sounds really Minnesotan, well, even though it's like slightly he's Russian. He's the perfect yeah. mix between Russian and Minnesotan, which makes him Scandinavian. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, sure. Blame the um, bat. We're easy targets. I need. Oh, what the heck? Oh, God. Oh, what the heck? Um. Ugh. I need Tom, Noah, Kobold that one, Indira, Fustruck, Agra, Jasper, and several GWC soldiers to make dexterity saves. Oh, that's fucking oh, fireball. I don't um, make dex. I don't make a dex save. No, you do. Wait, no. I did. You didn't check the range. Let me check the range. You I'm didn't say my name. So. Twenty foot radius. It's a lot. Uh, one, oh, two, that's a three, lot. Four. No, you are just outside the range. Hey. Sorry, I have a centered here. Thing. You have a thing. Yeah, I have a thing that I think helps with this. If I was Ember, I just automatically save. I mean, honestly. Like with how high my dex is right now, I probably would. I probably would save too. So if you were Marin, you'd take no damage, but she's yeah. dead. Yeah. Oh. But she's <laughs> fucking dead. She's been dead for a long time, old ass bitch. <laughs> well, I was like pretty much over her being dead, but now thanks. She died old as fuck. It's fine. I know. I'm still sad. I'm not playing. Uh, Noah rolls a 22. Okay. That's a save. Ah, oh, I know. 
So I can see Ulzarin, right? Yes. I have danger sense, so I have advantage on dexterity saving throws. Okay. Um, so, which is good because my dexterity save is not good. Boostrock whips out whips out a counter spell. <laughs> what the fuck? You're a wizard too. Uh, so I got a thirteen. That's with advantage. Yep. That is not enough. Without advantage, it would have been eleven. So well, that's definitely not enough. Um. Oh, and Jasper. Yeah, monk. Um. All right. Uh, those of you who did save, fourteen or more. Uh, you are gonna take it's eight d six fire damage. So <laughs> hold on while I roll all my shit. Can't wait until I hopefully make it through this line because I'm gonna rip his fucking arm off. Holy really shit, that was a lot of sixes. Oh uh, no. Fushak, are you gonna die again? <laughs> okay. That is. Fushak loved being burned. He loves dying. <laughs> I sure do love dying. <laughs> that is. Uh, that is. 33 fire damage on a fail. Oh. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, 16 on a success. And I don't get resistance to that. Uh... I do. I have fire resistance. Wait! So. You have this. Oh! So that's halved to 16. I mean, I don't know what... Okay. You take much but less fire say, damage than you thought you is. would. Um, you take sure. 16 fire damage. Is it, it is as if you saved. Huh. Huh. Okay. Down with that. See all these mysteries that you'll never know the answer to because Ember left? Yeah, Fustrak is uh, very confused but pleased by this because he's so, not a fan of fire. Let me let me set the scene for you. You see Alzarin step forward and you're like hyper aware because you're like, I got burned before, I don't want to do it again. And mm. you look at this guy and you're like, This is a fucking fire user, isn't he? Um you see him go to cast and you see this tiny red bead and he flicks it mostly toward Indira, but it just explodes outward. Um, and as the flames hit you, you sort of instinctively put up an arm to try to block it from your face. Uh, but as the flames come around you and sort of curl in, uh, you notice uh, from just under your eye line uh, this bright light just pulse violet. And you watch as some of the flame is actually sucked in toward you and then dissipates. And you are not hurt as badly as you thought you would be. Hell yeah. Um, so, with Fustrak doing that, um, and Indira being a fire dragonborn, he is purple, but he's a fire dragonborn. Um, he's a violet dragonborn. Um, everybody technically saved. Everybody took 16 damage. But, that will take out this dude and this dude. Except for Noah. Noah only took 8 damage, because he's fire resistant and he saved. Yes. Uh, what about his own men? 
Uh, oh yeah, two of them would have been caught in the blast, so... That'll take out the one in front of... Yeah, he's sex. Wait, hold on. No, the, I'm thinking of the wrong one. Uh, nope, these two will be okay. They're still up. They're still up. Um, okay, Noah. Oh, it's my turn. Yes, um, you just watch this asshole burn most of you. Oh, fuck. I just closed one of my tabs by accident. Feck. Feck. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, frick, frick. So. Ah, knick knack, patty whack. <laughs> my god. Uh, you do, you do bonus action to drink a potion, right? For, if you're drinking a potion, yes. Okay, even if it's an experimental elixir? Yep. Okay. So, first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, uh, level, well, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take one step forward here, uh, so I don't leave that guy's range. And then I'm gonna level my weapon at Alzarin and, uh, take a shot. Wait, what did you drink? I haven't yet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Alright, do your thing. Uh, that's gonna be a 19 to hit. That'll hit him. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be 9 piercing damage. Okay. Uh, so he takes a bullet right to the lake, or wherever. Crunch. Uh, and then I'm going to bonus action drink my experimental elixir. Do you want to roll it or should I? Oh, I am going to roll it. Okay. I will call what I do, though. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a one, which oh. is good for me because uh, it's a D6. It's, the one isn't a big deal. Oh. Um, the, that's going to be a potion of healing. Yeah. Uh, so the drinker regains 2D4 plus your intelligence modifier. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be six plus another... Four, so that's going to be plus 10 healing damage. Okay, and then I'm going to I'm gonna tuck the bottle back in my vest and be like, well, that was unexpected, eh? And then I'll... Uh, that that was turn. a good one. Better save that recipe. Oh, yeah. Better save that one for later. All right. And then I turn uh, I turned, uh, uh, Tom and Indira, and I'm like, okay, it's your turn. <laughs> Indeed it is. Um, Tom, with a clear line of sight at Alzarin and seeing what he just fucking did, he is going to roll himself forward and he is also going to take a shot. And he is going to do some shit to give himself extra damage. Mm. Yes, he is a gunslinger. Oh. Hell yeah. Uh, grit points. Hell yeah. Let's see if we can make him prone. Uh, tits. But that's okay, it still does damage. Oh, milk duds. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Tom uh, fires off a very well-placed but a little off-the-mark shot at Olzarin's knee. Doesn't quite manage to collapse it under him. Uh, but does do a healthy chunk of damage. And Olzarin uh, looks unhappy. Um, Unhippy. Speaking of, uh, this whole time, Olzarin is yelling at you all to put down your weapons and come peacefully before you die. Oh, yeah, we totally still don't outnumber him at all. No. Um, oh, not at all. 
Indira is going to continue fighting the man in front of him. Did Agra die? No. Wait, where'd he He's go? He's missing from the map. <laughs> oh, whoops, I accidentally deleted him. Yeah, where him. is he? Swoopsie. Swoop. He's supposed to be back here. Put a little dot on him. Agra. Oh. Okay. Sorry. I'm looking at the things I can do. Oh yeah, I did accidentally delete him. So you should actually be wounded, not dead. My B. Um. That dude dead. Uh, Fustrak. Hey, you use my bonus action to start for second wind. Huh? That'll give me an extra four hit points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm gonna take another swing at the sack of shit in front of me. At this bitch. Take this, you bitch. Uh, that is going to be a 15 to hit. Yes, take you. Take oh, this bitch. <laughs> I love and yelling in a, in a Brooklyn ten accent. 10 damage. 10 damage. He is down. As you... How do you kill him? Um, Oof him right in the mouth. Actually, no. I'm gonna... Uh, I'm gonna plant my hoof in his chest and send his body back uh, like I did with uh, with the kobold that one time. Okay. I want uh, I want Ozarin to know that uh, I'm not fucking around and I'm coming for him. Okay. Make me an athletics check. An athletics check. See how far you can throw him. Ash, uh, back. That is an unnatural what? 20. <laughs> Alright. Um, you managed to do what Tom could not and... Uh, Let's see if that'll knock Alzarin over. Indubitably, that will Indubitably knock him prone as he shoves the dead body of one of his men off of him. Uh, but he is currently prone. Uh, that'll bring us to Jasper, who runs up behind Fustrak. And... Actually, he's going to step past... No, he's going to stay there. Sorry, you made that face, and I was just like, I had heard so many things in my head. Uh, Fustrak, take back uh, eight hit points as Jasper gives you a little healy do. Right on the back sack. <laughs> right oh, on the quad. My butt's so good. Right on the quad, yeah. Anyway, um, the kobolds. These two will close in to try to finish this brosov off. Ooh, one of them got a natural 20. That's Don't dead. Care. Uh, closing in. Closing in. That'll take care of the one in front of Magda that was just on his last legs. Mm -hmm. And they also finish off this fucker in front of Agra. <laughs> Now free to do what he wants any old time, uh, Agra jumps forward and is going to attack Alzarin. Uh, he does not have ta pack tactics currently, but he does have advantage because Alzarin is prone. As you see, the king of the Blue Shore Kobolds with his big glaive 
uh, jump forward, his polar bear cape falling off his shoulders. You see this just massive uh, just set of muscles. Uh, ooh. Some big damage. Uh, and gives Alzarin a good old wallop upside the head. You see him leave this uh, he actually hits Alzarin hard enough that he sends his uh, helmet just scattering across the ground. And you see this big gash on the side of his face. Uh, Magda. Right, I'm gonna go up. Uh, like that. Here. Uh, and I'm gonna reach out with my... Uh, Sorry, Gamma, and I'm gonna get him. Gonna whack him. I'm gonna get him. Oh, it's not very good. Uh, 15. Uh, that will not hit. Yeah. Uh, you do but... have a. No, you don't. Well, you do have advantage. I do? Yes, because your weapon is technically not a ranged weapon, so you do have advantage against a prone uh, enemy. Oh. oh! You just have reach. That was a mat one. Good job. Uh, you manage, as you're like really confident, you're like, this fucker's not even moving. You're just like, and you let it go, but it like catches on your glove and it comes around and just wraps around you. You manage not to stab yourself, but it's kind of embarrassing. As you have to like shimmy out of the chain because it's kind of designed to wrap around itself. Yeah. Um, But you're good. I don't think I have a bonus action that I can G-dub-c. Uh, Elzarin, uh, is gonna stand up. He's going to... Hmm. How does that button smell? <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say... <laughs> I'm gonna say Noah. Give me an intimidation check. Hell yeah. Nat 20. Really? Ooh. Jesus. Yeah. Wait, no. let me add the rest of it here. Uh, Noah is like unexpectedly oh, that's scary. That's a zero <laughs> uh, for intimidation, so it's just 20. Okay. So after your display, coupled with uh, your comrades around you, as Alzarin stands up, you see the look of genuine fear on his face. I look him dead in the eyes, and I'm just like, you're about to meet your maker today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking haunting. I would yeah. say now you can have advantage on your intimidation, but you already rolled a natural 20. Good nat 20. Um, and he is going to kind of carefully look around. And run. And just take the fuck off. Uh, at the same time, he is going to cast a spell. Is he going to take two attacks of opportunity, Does, though? Yeah. Um, I believe... Because Magda Ag- and Agra. Magda yeah. and Agra, yeah. Hold on one second. Let me do his thing first. Uh, da, 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 da. Why does he think I'm the most intimidating? It's... I it's because he's racist, mostly. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> and you're kind of the scariest looking one next to Indira. That's true. You've also done Hellish Rebuke and shot him. So. That's right. I did scream in Infernal when I did ah! it. So. Yeah. 
Can I hear Infernal with a Minnesotan accent, please? I can't. I don't know how. <laughs> Shambalatar? Yeah. <laughs> you sounded oh, like a sim. sim yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the Patriot Feely, you know? <laughs> Only do fromage. <laughs> Only do fromage. Only do fromage. <laughs> oh, hey there, guy. We're on a ranch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I could use a smoke. You got a light? <laughs> the only thing we have at this barbecue is vegan food. <laughs> okay, he is going to cast a thing. Uh, who is he most... Well, he's most scared of I you I just guys. looked in the freezer. We're fresh out of tater tots. Uh, Tom and Noah mm. make a dexterity saving throw. 19. Okay, we'll do it. Uh, da 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 da. Tom dies, Maggie gets a boring desk job. No. <laughs> okay, Tom fails, but he hasn't really been hurt much yet. Um, Noah, you're going to take uh, nine fire damage and nine radiant damage. Okay, so that other nine is reduced to five? Yes. Okay, no, so four. four. Always round down. Oh, okay. So, thirteen. Yes. Tom is going to take full damage. Tom is just about to collapse. He has been horted badly. As you guys watch, Elzarin uh, just sort of... You see, uh, as he runs, he's not this powerful of a spellcaster, so you see him, like, pulling a scroll out, and you see him cast this spell at you, too. And uh, beneath your feet, a light starts to glow, and then you look up and see just flame cascade from the sky in just this huge cylinder as it strikes you guys. Whoa. Um, and the scroll burns up in Olzarin's hands, and he takes off. Magda and Agra. Yep. Kill this man. Uh, 16? That will just hit. <sighs> Let me roll Agra's damage first. Because he's a little closer. Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, that'll be 12 points of damage. How'd you like to kill him? Oh, damn. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, like, get him... I'm gonna wrap it around his throat. Like, just go like okay. that. And, like, uh, it, it just kind of sits, like, there in his carotid artery. And I think about saying something fun to say and then realize it's just gonna sound stupid and then I yank the chain down so that it, like he goes into the ground and it just punctures his neck yeah guys yeah. watch as expertly with the strange weapon that you see almost nowhere else she wraps it around perfectly so the blade slides into a chain link and the moment she pulls him down it just slices his entire neck open and Olazarin just sputters to the ground just coughing up horrible amounts of blood 
and just lands face first, doesn't even catch himself. He is dead before he hits the ground. Uh, what was Alzarin's race? He was a half-elf. Half-elf, okay. We did it. Um, I'm gonna walk over <laughs> to... I'm gonna walk over to Lieutenant Tom. Yeah. And I'm gonna tap him on the shoulder for cure wounds. Cure wounds. Uh, oh, that's shitty. He takes, uh, five healing damage. Um... That's better than nothing. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Alzarin's body and I'm gonna start going through it. I'm looking for stuff, interesting things, and uh, potion making supplies. Okay. Parts yeah. of his body, anything I need to take. While he's doing that, I'm unwrapping my Kusarigama from around his neck. Yeah. And... With another tug at the right sort of angle, because you got it on there just right, it just slips loose. And you just pull it back and catch it all cool and yeah, uh, wipe it off on my pants. Noah walks up and takes a couple of vials out of his uh, his sweater vest, and he's like, "Oh, you know, waste not, want not. That's what they say. These you never know what you're gonna find inside or outside these guys." Lovely. So, what exactly is Noah doing? Uh, he's looking to for anything on the body okay. and anything that he could potentially harvest from the body for potion supplies. You want to harvest parts from a person. Dark if need be. <laughs> what are you willing to harvest? I mean, it's just a body. Anything for the business. How deep are you willing to go? How deep is he? Like, how much do you want to dig into him? Well, I don't in, know. In I know front the... of fucking Sokolov and and Lieutenant Tom. Too. I mean, you already oh, opened you his body up in front of him. Would this I mean, be weird true. for Noah to do? I feel like he's done plenty of, like... None of these people know. know Noah. Oh, that's true. He is good. You said I'm he's asking... good. Well, he's chaotic good, though. Yeah, so he true. does what's best regardless of the means. Yeah, and what's best is what's good for the family. Huh. I have a feeling that the Barago family is slowly going to turn into a mafia. <clears throat> um, I guess let's do like surface level stuff. Like okay. kind of stuff like that. I'm not going to delve in for organs, like chop them up in front of people. Yeah, that's... uh. That's dark. Um, we'll work up to that. Make an investigation check. Oh, no. Uh, investigation. That's going to be a 17. Okay. Um, on his person, uh, he does have a... Uh, um, a satchel. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, yeah. He does have a small satchel on him. Uh which inside uh, you see he kept a small ledger and uh, his uh, coin purse is in there. It's rather sizable, uh, which is like, yeah, Captain is a commissioned officer in the uh, Legion, but this mm -hmm. seems like a lot of money for a captain. They're not that high a rank. Um, mm -hmm. You count out uh, 10 platinum. Oh, wow. And then a little bit of odd change, but um, 
He has a couple, mm. like, rations and supplies in there, but nothing important. Uh, the ledger and the money are the two uh, major things. Okay. Uh, you do also find with that uh, investigate check, uh, his uh, chest plate came a little loose, and when you open it up, like, looking all over him, uh, you do see that he has uh, a sort of hidden pocket on the inside of his brigandine, Mm-hmm. And in that is an envelope that is uh, has a broken seal on it. Okay. Um, can I cast Detect Magic real quick and just check him over for anything? Sure. Um, for Alzarin, you would not find anything magic on him. Okay, is there anything magical on the other assholes from the GWC? Because nope. I should be able to see it all. Nope, they're all they're all lower level goons. But uh, you do detect uh, magic from Augra's crown. Um, you would get a... You would get a strange magical signa- signature from Magda that is, like, sourceless. Um, and then there are a couple enchanted items on, uh, Tom and Indira. Okay. Uh, Anything from Um, the phoenix on my chest? Oh yeah, and the, the scar on his chest. Okay, and who's track? Um, so I'm going to... I'm going to tuck the satchel, the coin purse, and the rations and stuff. I'm just going to pop it into my bag. Um, And then I will, I'll holster Hunky Dory. uh, Because that's important. You got to, you know, I open it up just to check the chamber. And is Magda right there? Yeah. Uh, Are you watching at all? Are you just like? Sure. Yeah, okay. just kind of casually. All right. Um, as I as he pops the chamber open, you notice that there aren't any bullets in it, and he like he just looks and like double checks it and like snaps it shut again and holsters it. Um, there's not even any shells. No, there's no shells, no bullets. It's just empty. Uh, but you you did damage yep. to someone. I shot twice. Um, and then Artificer. I'm going to I'm going to take the envelope and the. Actually, I'm going to take the ledger over to Lieutenant Tom and give it to him. Mm-hmm. And then it. I'm going to open up the envelope and look at it. Um, inside, there is a single piece of paper uh, folded to fit within the envelope. Uh, it is addressed to uh, you, as in the letter U. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, What languages do you speak? I speak uh, common, infernal, thunar, and elvish. You, you can. It's in common, but it's almost gibberish. Oh, thieves can. Um, like it makes perfect sense. Like something is being said here. It's like a discussion on the finer points of, like, uh glass blowing let's say but you're looking at it and you're smart enough to realize that there's something to this that you can't quite figure out but it's kind of short and sweet and it is signed off uh with a w 
Okay. Um, what I so I realized something else is weird about it. Yes, I, your your intelligence I, score is high enough that you realize okay. there may be a code here. I hand that over to Tom as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, there's something weird about this one. It's like there's maybe a code stuffed in here somewhere, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, and Tom takes it and glances it over. Says, I think you may be right. Um, I have somebody I think who can look this over. Uh, uh, but he also opens up the ledger and is sort of flipping through it. And uh, he looks over at Indira and says, uh, General, if you would, um, if you could go through each of these men and get their dog tags, we should report them dead. And Indira nods and Jasper goes and helps him gather up the tags from each of the GWC soldiers. Uh, meanwhile, Agra, um, who just for good measure stabs... Uh, the uh, captain one more time uh, turns and picks up his polar bear cloak and looks at all of you and says well I assume by the fact that you helped us that this was not meant to be a trap is this going to continue seems like it I don't think we would risk our lives for something that we're going to go back on And he glances over the uh, the bodies of the uh, four fallen kobolds. Um, and his own remaining kobolds are sort of gathering them up. He says, If this leads to a lasting peace, I will consider this a worthy sacrifice and not one in vain. But that one, and he points at the captain's body if it is um, not against your customs I would like that one to be disposed of in the sea he does not deserve a burial and I I don't think that's entirely up to me when I look at Sokolov Sokolov looks at Tom because he's not like a local person and uh, Tom glances to the captain and says I'll be honest with you uh, your majesty I could not give one damn less what happens to the captain he's been a thorn in my side for years and Agra nods and proceeds to uh, heft the captain up on his shoulder even though the captain is bigger than him this proves to you how strong Agra is, even for his size, as he just carries him away toward the beach. Cruise truck would stop him for just a moment. Yeah, and Agra, like, drops him unceremoniously. Yes. Uh, if, I, uh, if I may. And um, he's going to kneel down at, uh, at the captain's body. And like, he's wearing, like a, like, a cloak, right? Yeah. Um, it's like a dark, uh, a, a dark cloak with blue lining. Okay, Fustrak's gonna tear off a few strips of it, mm-hmm. um, and when all of his hair burned up, all of the ribbons that he'd had from all of his battles just—they're gone now. Yeah. Um, so he's gonna take one and he's gonna look at Augur and he's gonna tie it onto uh, 
onto a tuft of fur and he's gonna hand Agra one of the other strips. And he takes it and looks at you and says, Is this a custom of yours? It is. The battle's well won. Hmm. And he turns and uh, looks toward uh, Magda and says, I think she deserves one too. That's why I have extra. Good. And he ties it um, onto one of his uh, smaller horns and he hefts the guy back up and starts walking again. Boostrock will give one to Magda and one to Jasper and then he'll take the last one over to Noah. Uh, I don't I kind of take my hat off and rub my hand over my buzzed head and I'm like I don't really have anywhere to put this does your hat have like uh, a band around the, the top of it it would uh, be the inner yeah. part yeah yeah uh, Fustrak just looks and gently tucks it in there so that part of it's just like hanging like just barely part of it's hanging out yeah a little tip Alright, that's a choice. I'll put it back on my head. <laughs> Just black, 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 black. A little bit of blue. Uh, Noah is gonna take his and he's gonna be like, I'm gonna keep this in a safe place, okay? And then he puts it in his bag. Then he'll ruffle Jasper's hair when uh, when he gives his little tuft. Uh, yeah, when he, when he gives him his and uh, Jasper knows what these are. You've taught him. And so he ties it sort of in the, the mane that trails down the back of his neck. Um, I didn't really do much, but okay. While... You did what you could, and that's what's important. Yes, Ben. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Um, while all three of them are right there, I'm going to take the the little the coin purse, the platinum out. And you kind of... So, like, Noah makes does this thing every time where he does like the Mary Poppins bag where he sticks his entire arm like into his yeah. bag and it's like reaching for something. Mm-hmm. Um, he pulls out a tiny coin purse and that he took from Alzar and he gives three platinum to Fustrak, three to Magda and three to Jasper. Probably um, more money than Jasper's oh, nice. ever seen in his yeah. entire yeah, life. Yeah, his eyes get huge. Uh, I do take the little coin purse and I also hand that to Jasper just in case he doesn't have one. He does not. Okay. Um... Thank and then, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, you guys work for it. And then I keep one platinum for myself, but I don't really need it. But I just wanted it to be fair. Um, uh, Jasper, you, like, puts it inside of his robe. I look at Jasper again, like, do you need a bag of your own to carry things around? Um, I don't really have anything to carry. I mean, do you want one so you fit in with everybody else? Or do you want, you know... If you have an extra that you would lend, I I can him, I can buy one now. I give him all Zarin's satchel. Cool. And I leave the rations in it as well. Yeah. And Jasper like takes it and he cuts the uh, the belt on it short so it'll fit on him. It's a small satchel so it works for him. Um, okay. And he like 
adjusts it and puts his little coin purse in it and you see he gets this little smile on his face like yeah. oh, I'm an adventurer and I, I reach out with my hand and I kind of like do the ruffle of his hair that I saw was tracked to it and I'm like there you go bud now you can now you can come along with us little smile he's just like thank you uh, when hey. Agra, uh, I just want to say he looks at Foostruck. He's like, I like this one better. <laughs> yeah, he has a bit nicer. Uh, when Agra, <laughs> when Agra comes back from dumping butt yeah. face in, yeah, he <laughs> like wades out to waist deep water and then just shot puts him, <laughs> and he goes uh, quite a distance. <laughs> And Can then I you just see dorsal fins just. Oh god. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah, when he comes Huge back, truck. Magda's standing there uh, and says, "You didn't answer my question before." What was your question? The shadowy figure who armed you. Who is he? Uh. I don't know who he is in his everyday life, but he called himself Walter. Walter. Oh, that letter oh, was signed W. It did have W, yeah. I just had like real bad like dark tower flashbacks. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, it's a Stephen King fantasy series Walter. and Walter is one of the worst people in that book. Yeah. Uh, all right. Did he? What did he? He just showed up one day and just started giving you weapons. He um, he came to us as a friend of the cause. He previously helped our neighbors until they were wiped out. He said that he wanted to preserve native lands here in Frosthold. What did he ask for in return? Nothing. Get. Hmm. Um, having so many thoughts. Yeah. Did he give you anything magical? And he, um... Yes. Um, he gave me a, uh sort of a protective amulet. Uh, it belonged to one of our neighbor's uh, tribal uh, piece that had been enchanted. But... That's about it. One last question. Have you seen when he would visit or leave. Did you happen to see any mobs? Mobs? Or bugs? Yeah. Not that I can recall. Are you talking about Jasper's imaginary friend? Yeah. They're not the over. same person. He has an over uh, overactive imagination, I know, but he was worried that they might be connected. No. I don't know who this imaginary friend is, but 
I have not seen any moths. Not even when you got that crown? No. Why? Curious. Jasper made this for me. But it's magic. Is it? Rumored. And he reaches up and takes off the driftwood crown and looks at it. To just look at it, it looks very mundane. It doesn't look special. He just turns it over in his hand. He has no real magic training, so he has no idea. He's like, I see nothing special about this. Did I get the school of magic? Um, hold on. This no, would be imbued with uh, necromancy. I figure, but I just want uh, to double check. No. Do be aware that necromancy doesn't just mean zombies and shit. Yeah. It's also healing magic. Yeah, but... It is manipulation of life and death energy. You don't know that, though. I know. But she kind of suspects it, too. Uh, she's gonna say... Yeah, it's probably useless. Actually, if he made it for you. I can take it off your hands if you want. Make a persuasion check. Hey, that's a nice piece you got there, bud. Let hey, me bud. Uh, let me take that off your hands. Seven. It's better oh, no. than what he got. Oh, uh, really? he <laughs> sort of looks it over, glances over to Jasper, who's not paying attention, and he hands it to you. Says, "I have no use for it." I'll take it. Might be a nice keepsake for the tribe. Sure. I'll flick my hat at him and walk away. Yeah. And uh, he... Reckon. He turns to uh, his kobolds, which are now gathered, and uh, speaks to them in their own uh, native uh, Thunar, so you guys would understand <laughs> them. Um... Yeah, no one knows Thunar as well. I sure do. Yeah, he sure does, bud. Um, he gathers them together and says, I think we are done here today. And for now, these will be our solid borders. The only people we will kill on site will be Glacier Watch. Everyone else is to be given fair warning and fair treatment. And all the kobolds nod and sort of begin to gather their stuff and they've taken their allies' bodies and put them on the back of the horses. Um, 
Indira steps up to Agra and sort of quietly thanks him, and uh, he still has his notebook with all the uh, notes in it. Um, Tom gathers you guys up. Says, Well, that was faster and more dangerous than I expected. But it is much appreciated for all of the difficulty you have gone through. I think it is uh, well deserved that you all should be paid extra for striking peace. And um, Mr. Uh, Borago, I have additional payment for you as well. Oh, okay. And uh, he reaches into a bag at the side of his uh, at the side of his chair and pulls out this small lockbox and he opens it up. And for each of you, he counts out twenty gold pieces. Oh, yeah. Which is more than you originally promised, on wow. top of the bonus you got. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I think total, like, you and Fushark have made 35 gold on a 10 gold contract. Or, I'm sorry, extra. I'm sorry. He counts out 20 platinum. The original oh. the original contract was for 10 platinum. Excuse fuck. me. Fuck, fuck, fuck. So, it's much more. So then what do each of us get from 20 platinum? Uh, that would be 200 gold. We all get 20, pla- 20 platinum each? Each. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alarm mercenary code, don't fuck around. See yeah, that? Fustruck, uh had like two silver on him uh, based on background because yeah. he's poor AF. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tom turns to Jasper and says, And I think that not only for uh, aiding us, but um, being kind despite the challenges of being a kobold in Frosthold, I think you deserve a reward as well for your help. And Jasper sort of shakes his head. He's like, no, I, I, I didn't do anything. I... And Tom hands him an equal reward to you guys, and Jasper's just like, wide-eyed. And he takes it. He's like, <laughs> okay, thank you. And he just tucks it inside his little purse. She's like, small fortune um and uh uh indira comes back to you guys after he uh finishes with agra it says well i think um your business um is concluded here you're welcome to stick around and help if you like but i understand you all have other work to do we should be able to take it from here I think we're probably going to head back to town. At least I am. I do have another job lined up, so... I think we all have a job lined up, yeah? Mm. Yeah, I guess so. We're gonna get to know each other so well. I'm so Uh, excited, you guys. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Uh, So real quick, remind me of what any of you guys asked for from Tom and Indira asked for like information wise uh you asked for a check on hector yep and um i asked indira about lorkin um yeah it's not larkin it's lorkin lorkin Lorkin. was that one of the sacrifices 
in the last campaign? No. Lord. I've heard that name before. Yeah. And then, uh, you know. did you anyone know. else ask her anything? I I was going to uh, before we departed. Do you want to ask now? Um, Just so I can be prepared. Yeah. Um, General. Uh, yes. This uh, this mark on my chest. It seemed to. Uh, protect me, but I didn't have this a couple of days ago. Um, not really familiar with it, but uh, you uh, you happen to know anything? You know anybody that might? Um, I, I can think of a few people to ask, but I am afraid I don't have much um, experience in that area. No, I get it. And he takes out his pocketbook and writes it down. Was there a class of magic for that when I saw it? For what? For the tattoo. Uh, for the yes, mark? that would be abjuration. Abjuration. Uh, I'm gonna ask Lieutenant Tom, like, ja. that ja. thing that I asked you about earlier today... Uh, yes. I know you said you'd have an answer for me by the end of the day. Would uh, Jesse's taking care of that. Um, we'll get back to town and uh, settle everybody in. And um, I'll say, why don't you all stop by tomorrow morning? And I'll have uh, anything the general finds out and anything that I find out all ready for you. Gotcha. Uh, I look out. I look over at the general, and I'll just give him a nod and like it was actually good to talk to you general agreed i hope to hear more of your good work we'll see oh, if it's good uh, lieutenant and uh tom looks over and says yes sir indira uh digs in his own satchel says uh, update the books for me. Uh, fuck, I lost the accent again. Um, Hello. Uh, would you please update the... Uh, fuck, I can't do it. It's fucking... Fuck. Egg roll. Hello, egg roll. Hello, egg roll. Uh, would you update the books for me? Um, I believe Miss Renly has earned herself a bronze bitch. And he steps up to you, reaches up to your, like, epaulette uh, holder that you have on your uh, coat. He takes off the tin badge and replaces it with a bronze. Appreciated. And he hands you the tin. You you keep all of your badges. Um, says, Almost like the Boy Scouts. <laughs> says, I think we could use more, like, uh, motherfucker! Ah, Scandinavia is so hard to get out of. I practice it too much. We could use more like you in the ranks of the Adoran Mercenary Company. So, keep at it. And if you should need anything, 
I will be happy to help you as much as I can. Gotcha. Just, um, keep our conversations between you and me, yes? I don't have anyone else to tell them to. Good. Neither do I. And, uh, he, uh, goes over and sort of checks his corporal, who is dead. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, Agra and his kobolds all get on their horses and get ready to leave. Uh, before they head out, Agra turns back to all of you and gives you sort of the, the chest, like the fist on the chest, and turns and they all head out. Yeah. Beard stroke. Um, alright. I think with you guys headed back toward Turisa's... Turisa's. Um... We can end it there for tonight. Okay. Okay. Managed to... Yeah, it's just over four hours. Yeah. We didn't start... And that includes us fucking around for some of it, too. We didn't didn't start at nine on the dot, so we're we're a little over. Anyway. Um, You can find us... In a lot of places. Um, if you're watching us on Twitch, which will be on Saturday, because this is pre-recorded. Hi, how are you? We're from the past. Um, further in the past now, not just 30 seconds. Time travel. Um, time travel. I'm your romance partner. No. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's fucking hilarious. Uh... You can find us, uh, the Alarian Adventuring Company, on Twitter at uh, at Lauren A D V Co. And uh, there is a link tree uh, on YouTube, on Twitch, everywhere, uh, including on the Twitter. So you can find not only all the AACO stuff, you can find all of us and our work because we are all writers and or editors. Uh, so please check out what we're doing in other places. Um, and if you like the stream, uh, consider checking out the Redbubble link because we've got some AACO logo merch on there. I've got, uh, I've got my, my sheep that says fuck. Um, and, uh, there should be more designs going up, uh, as we go. In fact, I think we talked about putting up the Barago's, uh, Bruise and Balms, which- The old triple B. Yeah, which we will- uh, be able to talk more about as uh, Noah sort of comes into the party a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping at some point we can do a couple more and maybe even get Lini to do a couple designs for us. Yeah. Um, which oh, I will sure pay her for. To. Or give her royalties or whatever she wants. Oh, I'm sure she'd um, be happy to, to help out. Yeah, I would love to do one of like Magda's hat or Ooh. like something like that. Just it's something for each of the characters. Um, Magda's hat and it just says there's fresh air everywhere. <laughs> fresh air is everywhere. Yeah. yeah. We should um, also do stuff from campaign one too. Yes. Yeah. We we'll, we'll, we'll work our way back. Um, a lot of stuff to think about. Um, yeah. And I did write down by death or discouragement, Tin Ray. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. That'd be a fun, like, uh, athletic style shirt. Like, oh, like, yeah. college, like style. The college style. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. It's like, like, like... Co, Tin Rank by Death or Discouragement. Yeah. It's like it's like the opposite of freedom or glory. It's death or discouragement. Yeah. Um 
God, sometimes, like, this is not me trying to brag, but sometimes I surprise myself with the weird little gems I come up with, and I'm just like, why am I not that clever? <laughs> it just happens. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, that's it for the AA Co. stuff. Uh, check all that out and uh, support the stream, because we like to do this thing. Uh, let's start with, let's mix it up. Let's start with Zach. Tell us where to find you, what you do. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter, uh, at Zachary G. Author. I'm currently working on my first short story compilation. Um, hopefully, uh, I'll be sharing a new, longer uh, story that I'm working on uh, in my writing group uh, with all of these yahoos. Chuckle fucks. We are called chuckle fucks. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Chuckle fucks. Um, and then uh, the uh, some of these stickers uh, that are currently behind Taylor uh, can be found uh, on Etsy um, at Leany Draws, uh, L-E-N-I-E Draws. Um, that is my wife, and she does uh, really my awesome wife. stuff. And uh, hopefully she'll uh, she'll be uh, contributing some uh, some art to uh, to the group uh, in the Red Bubble. So, yeah. That'll be, uh, that'll be wonderful. Yes. And we will pay oh, her commission. Wife. I will pay her commission. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to her about it. I got a two-hour car ride with her tomorrow. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, who's next? Ben. Oh, uh, hi there. We're going back. Um, yeah. Uh, so my, let's get out of this accent, first of all. So that's just um, your voice now. Remember, yeah, this, you're, is, you're from, this is just who I yeah. am now. You're from uh, southwestern Michigan. This is really easy to talk like this. Um, so, plus I sound more pleasant than I am. Anyway, mm -hmm. so um, <laughs> my name is Blake R. Wolf. You can find me at uh, B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E.com or Blake R. Wolf on Instagram, Twitter, and there's a Facebook page that I don't pay attention to. Um, uh, you can sign up for a newsletter. I write fantasy books. I am releasing book four in the crystalline chronicles on july 30th uh which is the penultimate book and i am already about eight thousand eighty five hundred words deep into book five which will be the finale Yay. so that's going to come out before the end of the year and i've got you know two or three other projects in you know going in the background yeah and uh <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, if you like dragons and, uh, and gays and magic, you can just go uh, go check out my books. They're called uh, Crystal and Chronicles. Did I say that? I don't remember. Okay. Hey, Ash. Hi. 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 I'm tired. Uh, Y'all can find me at Astrid K. Writes pretty much everywhere. Mostly Twitter, but also Instagram and Facebook but I hardly use either of those. Uh, oh no. You're writing um, a book? Yeah. I am writing a book. It's called Perception Check. It's based on D&D. Uh, and other like games. The end. <laughs> I hope everybody heard you say, I am writing book. <laughs> I said yes. Sure I am did. writing book. Okay. <laughs> uh, you are. Are you good? 
Yeah, go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am Taylor. Hi, how are you? Nice Hi. to meet you. I just winked, but you can't tell because my eyes are too small. It's true. Um, there. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just have to stretch my face down. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, hi. Um, you can find me on Twitter, where I am much less entertaining. Uh, T a i y. Stop I-Y. it! Stop it! What? <laughs> T a i y. Because you, because when I do it quickly, you interrupt me. Well, yeah. Well, we're okay. supposed okay, to okay, do, do it with you. Let's do it the old way. Let's do it the old way. Okay. T-A- I Y L O R W A L L A C E Taylor Wallace. Make sure you misspelled or you never find me. That's my thing. T A I Y I Y. I love how it's a whole body thing. I have to like pick myself up out of my chair. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Uh, you can also find me on SonderEditing.com where I edit for. Uh, this lovely man, Blake Wolf, and oh, I will yeah, be I'm... hopefully editing for these two lovely chocolate fucks as well. Um, wait, no. How's the the camera angles? Yeah, okay. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you can find me there. Uh, if you are looking for an editor who does not charge the soul of your favorite dog, uh, you will. <laughs> you should look me up. I look forward to those so much. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, it was just your firstborn child, and now it's like important shit. Mm-hmm. Um, wow! <laughs> I don't like children. Um, well, yeah. Usually, usually people who do have them like. That. Uh, anyway, uh, you can find all of, our, all of our stuff in Linktree. Uh, and, oh, and we are, we have been working a little bit more on mm. setting up the novel for the first campaign, uh, which I think our current plan is to start it for NaNoWriMo, or are we doing it earlier? I was planning on it in November. Well, you yeah, better get your perception probably... check done before then. I'm, yeah. I, I'm not gonna say I definitely will. No, have you it definitely done. have to because otherwise well, you... there will be no time. Yeah, if you want it to come out in January, you're gonna have to have it. done. I know. I want to have it done. Well, I wanted to have it done by the end of this month, but that's not happening. Got it seven could days. if you put your back into it. Seven no, I literally can't. I would have to take off. I would have to take off work. This whole next week. Well, you got two months. Do that, but... It's fine. I'm dying. <laughs> I know, we all are, darling. Every day we march one step closer to death. Wow. But anyway. You know. <laughs> maybe I should cut that too. Um, oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. It connects, with, it connects with millennials. It's fine. Yeah. 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 I'm just trying to expand our audience into people who understand me. Anyway, <laughs> we will see you all next Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time Sharp, which I believe is the 31st. You are correct. Yes. Does July have 31 days? Yes, it, it does. It, it does. Yes. I, I bought movie tickets for the first because I didn't want to get them for the 31st. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And we'll we'll maybe head for Mana's or somewhere else and see what happens. Oh, well, we're going to Mana's. I know we're going to Mana's. We need to see the campaign one NPCs. Sorry, it's Mana's. It's Mana. Nicki Mana's. <laughs> we're going to Mana's. We're going to Mana's. Yeah, we're going to Mana's, you guys. I just made a fun. Michigan specific joke. I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. I, I said, "Say big money at my <laughs> My bad. That's a good one. That's actually a good one. I like it. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. That's uh, their slogan. We'll see. Say yeah. big money at my Um, we'll see you next week. Uh, we will not have gotten our shit together by then. Trust no. me. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you for joining us, and see you around. Bye. All right, bye everybody. Have a good night, Abe. Yeah, go bye. <laughs>